it. I'm starting. I got to start this now. What are you talking about now? Nigga, I've been saying that nigga Taysom Hill. That's ass what I said. From the jump, nigga. I said I'm glad it was a, I'm glad it's a consensus among y'all now. Because before <laughs> niggas is it was stupid. like 50 and 50. Like every time I would talk to y'all, some of y'all be like, oh well, he's good at this, but not that. Nah, that's I'm that nigga. Now. That's that nigga Doom. That's who I'm that glad is. That that's who that is. is. This was my thing. This was, I gotta defend myself. My thing was nigga trash. He was more than good enough to just keep shit going while Drew was gone. And he was doing that. You know what I'm saying? I get that. But this game, he was. Nigga lost to Philly. Who loses to fucking Philly, nigga? And it, Philly it wasn't trash. losing to Philly. It was like, nigga, you blew it. Like, they yeah, won yeah. that game. Big deep. time. And now we like Philly played their best game ever. And, and now niggas worrying about the Chiefs. Nah, niggas, niggas, two weeks ago, niggas thought that nigga Taysom was going to bust the Chiefs' ass. You niggas stupid, bro. You niggas is hey, fucking dumb. I'm going to let y'all know. I'm, I'm, here, I'm here to talk today. Fuck I'm that. I'm let y'all know. The Saints do this shit. If you've been a real Saints fan, every year that we good, they lose to a sorry ass. Team oh, that's a fact. Oh, that's, yeah. a fact. That, uh, that's a fact. That's a fact. And every time they do that, that next week they come back to prove the niggas. Bust nigga like, ass. Nah, bro, we ain't playing. We, we gonna see. Smoke the cheese. We gonna see, <laughs> nigga. We gonna fucking see. Yo, niggas, we back. This the vibe I'm on today, man. This the vibe I'm on today. Hold on. Hold on. These niggas can't hear yet. Hold on. There we go. This the vibe I'm on. Shout out to my nigga Delta D's, man. We back, man. Vacation vibes, nigga. I got the sunglasses on. We out here today, man. This the vibe I'm on today, man. Shout out to my nigga Delta. Fucking back, baby. I'm recharged. I'm refreshed. Revitalized. Ready to go. Nigga, we pod, nigga. This episode 173. Yeah, 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 I can't listen to this nigga Delta, man. That nigga Delta put that shit on, nigga. A nigga is not single. He can't be listening to that. Tell, tell him, bring all your friends. We are here in the building one time. Let me make some motherfucking noise for my niggas, man. They be back in the building. Let me give a round of applause one time. Family is here. Thank you, everybody who's listening out there. We appreciate y'all. How was y'all's vacation, man? I'll start, I'll start off with Doom, bro. Doom, how you doing, man? You looking fresh off vacay? Do rag Doom in the building? What's up? I'm living, man. What you, what you do this week? Honestly, bro, just work, man. Just work. Kind of, I kind of chilled this weekend. You know what I mean. But all last week, just working. Feel that. Feel that. B man, what's up, brother? How you doing? I'm chilling, bro. You know what I'm saying. I same thing like doing, bro. Just been working type shit. You know what I mean. Trying to get a get a hold of my life. Finally, think I got on a good track for once. I feel that. I feel, bro, I look. I had to get away. I needed it. I needed. I feel it. that, bro. I was running on fumes. I was dying. <laughs> like. She was I was doing my job at ESPN and this shit. I was I was running on fumes, but we back. Back. We're here. I got the I'm fresh shades on. Look, let me say this. I'm pleading the fifth about anything you niggas ask me about Colorado. I'm pleading the fifth. I'm not I'm just letting y'all know if y'all want the real story about what happened in Colorado, 
just go check out the Twitch or Bros Think to the Twitch.tv slash Bros Think. We talked about it on the live stream last night. But I will say, Doom, bro. They had they, them, them infusions. Them shits is crazy, nigga. That's all I got to say about that. And I'll please. Oh, look at this nigga. Look at this nigga asking Come on, me. Man, you got to you gotta, you gotta explain. The, the food. The food. The, the they edible. got the restaurants out oh, there, bro. Right. And the bakeries right. and shit. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. You with me? You with them, Nigga, them shits is crazy, nigga. That See, shit is wild. I can't wild. fuck with that shit, bro. <laughs> I really can't, bro. Because, like, the last time I did that, they got they got a dispensary out here and they got they had a bunch of bullshit in the front, like different little candies and treats and shit. So I was like, man, let me try one of these motherfuckers out. Bro, you hit that shit, and as soon as you like let your guard down, like man, that was some bullshit. It's on your ass, bro. <laughs> yes. And you be gone, like yes. crazy shit. Never. Kinda like you in a fucking cutting music video, bro. I out of this world, my nigga. <laughs> nigga. I was fuck, nigga. I swear, I, I went, nigga. I don't go to sleep at eight o'clock. I don't go to sleep at eight o'clock, nigga. I went to sleep at eight o'clock for four days in a row, nigga. Like that shit had me, sl- nah, bro. I believe girl, that shit, bro. My girl was like, shit. my girl was like, what is wrong with you? I was like, nigga, I'm tired. <laughs> this shit crazy. He's, I can't fight this shit no more. That shit, that shit was that. nuts, bro. That shit was nuts. And then don't, don't, don't mix that shit with like some JMO or some wine. Oh, a nigga oh. was fucking loaded, nigga. I was fucking shway shway. Like See, that, that's crazy. <laughs> that's that night. That's that night I text y'all I was drunk. If y'all, Yo, y'all could ask me, anything, I knew it. I knew it, bro. Y'all could ask me anything it, that night, bro. Y'all could ask. Yo, Lynn is saucy. I had, to, I had to get off Twitter. I, I was on group. I was on group chat trolling niggas, bro. I was, I was. I wanted you niggas to ask me something. I asked my other group chat. I told them niggas the same thing, and I, then I was on Twitter. I was like, oh, I need to get off of this. I am drunk. <laughs> like, like, this man is playing a dangerous game right now. Bro. Put the phone down, baby. It be fucked up, bro, because I, I really do want to know who out there can just, like, eat edibles or, like, that infused food. And Special person. And that's what I was talking about. That, just... that infused food is crazy, nigga. Because, like, like I didn't even saying, know. Bro. I didn't even know one of them days. Like, my girl, my, she was like, let's go eat here. And we didn't know. We just walked in. Shit was fucked. Shit was crazy. Oh, the, the restaurant didn't even tell you? Oh, I mean, oh, them, them no, she look. didn't. She didn't tell me. But then when you get, the, I mean, when you read the menu, you know what you know what time right. is. The menu be like all types of. Yeah, you know. like it wasn't like oh here, <laughs> like no, 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 no. Yeah, it just, yeah. right. It's just when I, I, thought, I didn't know what I didn't know what I was getting into when I was going there. Yeah, all right. Bet. That's where we at. I thought you meant like you. you <laughs> no, no, no. They were like these niggas drugging out. you. Hold on. <laughs> Thirty minutes later, that nigga not feeling too good. <laughs> <laughs> no, nigga, it's not like that. Oh shit! But yeah, man, glad to be back. We got a lot. Let me take the glasses off. That was just fun, just clowning around with my niggas. All right, but yeah, no, we back. We got a lot of good shit coming up. We got a lot of good shit for the new year. The new pitch it season gonna be live on Twitch. The league is filling up. I got a lot of unsuspecting people. Joining our league, we got the, the live streams coming for the month. We're going to bring these two niggas on the live stream to come talk some shit with me late at night. And then uh, what else? What else we got going on? The YouTube is in full effect. Got the movie is, is, is getting made right now. We were, me and Alex is revitalizing the script. A lot of good shit coming in 2021, ladies and gents. A lot of good shit. But this podcast, we still here. We doing our thing. Let's start off. Uh, Brooklyn and bo- both you and Doom, I thought of you guys when I was on the plane. But... First off, children should not be allowed to ride on an airplane. 
Is that a, is that too much of a hot take? Like, that I, is. like <laughs> no, bro. Look, it's a hot take, but I know why you say it. Look, right. I know why you say they it. need to. Uh, all right, at least do this because my girl thought I was crazy. My girl was like, they gonna kill you for that. And I was like, no, nah, it's true. They need to do like a separate airline or a separate flight for families. Niggas said Disney Air. Stop giving these niggas free. Stop giving these niggas free advice, my nigga. Come on now. They need to have that shit up and running tomorrow. They need to do. I can't take it, bro. I I get on a flight. I'm chilling, and them niggas just crying. Just crying. And the the better thing would be though, there need to be an airline where it's an all adult airline where you got to be eighteen. That would be fire. Like I'm that. Now you see, I like that idea. I'm fine with that, but bro, it's just too much, man. Like they had this little nigga just, he, bro, he wouldn't stop crying, now, and, and then his little sister just kicking the seat. I felt so bad for the people that was next. That's to the me. worst. That's. The I will worst. say one thing. I think there should be an age restriction. I don't. That's know what if, I'm saying. I don't know if like we should just say fuck all them kids. That's but, like, what. I, that's I, what I'm like, saying. Like, like, age, like, cause like white people be wildin', bro. I ain't gonna lie. White people be wildin'. Yeah, bro, bro. Three bro. month olds on a fucking. Like, they be going from Boston to LAX with a three-month-old, bro. Why do you be yeah. wilding, bro? I'm like, come That's on, my bro. nigga. Bro. They had a newborn on a fucking flight. I know that baby ears was popping. Bro, that's what I'm I saying. know like, his ears. Like, bro, that's too much. Like, you niggas is wilding, bro. You niggas with, you niggas with babies, newborns, bringing on flights for fucking across I know across you know country. you fucking everybody else's day up. I know you know that. Bro, I was no pissed. Way they don't know that I was shit. hot. Bro, y'all, y'all niggas never felt pain until, like, picture when I was in the military and I deployed. I deployed to Turkey. Right. But one of the stops before Turkey was the base in Germany. Mm-hmm. And so there was like bunch families of families yep. moving there. You know what I'm saying? So I was I was deploying, but it was legit like families just changing duty stations and shit. So it was this family with two young ass babies, bro. And I'm talking nigga, this is an 18-hour flight, my nigga. <laughs> This baby ah. screamed the whole motherfucker. No. I'm like, bro, how is this baby not sleep yet? That's what I bro. Try, like, huh. nigga, I was 18 I was, hours, I was, bro. Bro, I know, bro, I, I know that feeling. That's like when I went to fucking Europe. Nigga, 12 hour flight. Yo. Baby's just crying the whole fucking time. And I and I thought, <laughs> and I didn't remember that instance until I was on this flight. And I was just like, nigga, this shit is trash. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, dude had PTSD before he even got nowhere. Facts, bro. Look, and this this is the fucked up thing, bro. So the baby would like scream for like an hour straight before he would chill out again. And so, like, when the nigga would chill out, I'd be like, all right, this is my chance. I'm gonna just fall Go to asleep. And right when you get there, screaming again. Bro, bro so. I will fall asleep and I'll be like, all right, I'm good. Like, by the time I wake up, we should be at least halfway there, my nigga. Nope. So they got the little screens in front of you and the headrest of the That's chair the worst. in front of you. And it show you, like, a map. Of how long you like, got? A picture of the plane flying over the fucking ocean. And they'll tell you, like, yeah, nigga, you got 12 hours left. Bro, I fell asleep and I was in a good ass sleep. I woke up, I was like, bro, that was at least three, four hours. <laughs> An hour. It was like 30 minutes, my nigga. This nigga <laughs> screaming, screaming, bro. I was like, man, hey, I, I swear to God, that was the most craziest shit I ever been through, bro. That was what I'm saying. That's why I said babies, uh, kids under 12 years old should not be able to run. Nah, see, 12 is wild, bro. 12 I, is wild. 10 and under, 10 and under, nigga. Nah, ten. You, nah, you gotta nah. be able to hold a full conversation with a nigga. Like, so six. Be- it gotta be six, bro. Yeah. Six or five, bro. Ten. You, got, bro. I took a flight by myself to Jamaica at like eight, bro. 
That's what I'm saying. I was like, some of them kids are smart, bro. Like, all right, well, we could do but, eight, eight and under, nigga. But the thing that be killing me, bro, is the, the the people that be getting on the plane with newborns, bro. Like, there's no way you know you can, you know you can't control a newborn, bro. I feel bad for it, like, I, th- because my ears was popping like a motherfucker, and I know that little that little baby. Every time my ears was popping, I knew it was happening to him too, because he just. Every time we go, we ascend a little bit. Like, you know when you fucking coming in and you right. can't land, so they circling and they got to dip and then go up, dip, then go up, and keeps yeah. every time that nigga would dip and go up, my ears would pop. And every time that happened, that baby would go from, uh, to, ah, uh, <laughs> I was like, yo, nigga, call, nigga, caress your child, please. Bro, no, 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 no. Tell me this. Have y'all ever flown and, like, like if you well you you flew with your girl and shit so you probably sat next to her, but not going coming back I did. Okay, have you ever flown and sat next to a stranger that was scared to fly? Yeah. Oh wait. Oh bro, oh. too many times, like, bro. Like an adult. Too many dude. times. No 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 yes, no. no, no. Bro, I never did people, that, bro. Well, wait, what happened, nigga? Because I know that nigga, was probably crazy. My nigga, <laughs> it was one of those times I was going back to Lafayette, bro. I was flying into New Orleans, and it was a chick. I don't know if she was like in Cali or something, but. Her connecting flight was in Vegas. So she get on and we sit down. You know how everybody putting their bags and shit. And right. She sit down and she let me know. Like, she was like, my nigga, you ever flew before? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, this my first time. She was like, we flew from California over here, but I'm nervous. And it was like a hood ass black girl, bro. And I was like, nah, you straight. Like, it, it's literally just like riding a bus or something. She, she like, starts screaming? Please tell me she bruh, starts screaming. <laughs> she didn't know me from, like, we, we had met each other maybe about 10, 15 minutes before takeoff. She holding his hand. Bro, she started grabbing my arm and shit while the plane taking off. I'm like, yo, relax. Like, <laughs> like I could see if she was something. No, what, I, what happened with me, nigga, I was, I was riding next to a nigga this time going. I told my girl, I said, that nigga had to be on something. Nigga just kept nodding in and out, like just, just in and out. Of like the- he was on a roller coaster? Brooklyn, I saw that nigga was on some form of drug of some kind. Nigga, look, sleep, and then just, oh, just, just up. Uh, and was, the nigga shaking. That, that, that subway bitch was on. <laughs> she was fucked up. <laughs> oh, sh- that nigga was tore up, bro. I was just like, Jesus. And then the That's black nigga, weird. the black dude next to him was like, my nigga, if you don't stop shaking. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna rock his shit. And, hey, and there's nothing worse than when they put That nigga was pissed. That nigga, oh. that nigga was masked up. He had the face shield, the goggles, the gloves. That nigga said, if you oh, touch yeah. me and shake one more time. <laughs> he was See, not, that is like, I only... I only flew one time during COVID and I was lucky enough both times the way there and back. You know how there's like three seats in the yeah. section? Both times one of the seats was empty. So we had like nice. little vibes. See, that happened going back. That, that, but that was me and my girl, so it didn't even fucking matter. But going, right. I sat next to two niggas, man. It was Fuck it was that. tragic. And I disinfected everything. I had I was just wiping <laughs> shit down. Niggas Fuck was like, that. what's wrong with you? I was like, nah, nigga, what's wrong with you? And, and I, oh I, go ahead, go ahead, dude. I flew right after like the little first initial wave when everybody right. was still scared as fuck. Back in March. So, nigga, I got on the plane, niggas would start coughing, the whole plane just turn look, yeah. What you doing? What you <laughs> what you on, bro? <laughs> oh niggas shit. Shook, bro. That that shit happened all the fucking time. And then okay, before I get to my take I about, love that part, bro. <laughs> before I get to my take about how Lafayette is just fucking ignorant. But uh what I was gonna say, 
about planes. I was going to say something about fucking planes. I had it just a couple minutes ago. Fuck. It was, oh, bro, tell me why when you know when you stop on a plane and it lands, you know them people going to release you by row. Tell me why everybody in a rush to get up to open them fucking things. Y'all, them inconsiderate niggas. Y'all, y'all are just the worst. Just sit your ass down till the plane is ready to go. They and then we, we gonna fucking leave. They let you out by rows. I don't it's, understand the anticipation. It's, 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 it's even worse when the last time I went to Lafayette, bro, I had I went from Vegas to Dallas and then Dallas to New Orleans. So my flight from Vegas to Dallas, it was landing, and the nigga get on the intercom, and you know, they start doing their little American Airlines spill, and he was like, Yo, this flight was running late. So if you you know your fucking ass ain't got a connecting flight, sit your stupid ass down because we late and these <laughs> niggas got to get on their next flight. And right. I'm over here looking at my watch like, bro, I got 15 minutes to get I got to go. Thing. Yeah. Everybody stood up. They was like, fuck these connecting flight niggas. We trying to get off. <laughs> fuck. I, I hate like, them, bro. bro. Come on, man. These niggas, bro. Niggas be assholes traveling, bro. That's a fact. Everybody focus on them. Just them alone. And I All right. Nobody else. Let me get on. Let me get on Louisiana's just ignorance and ignorance level. The amount of intelligence I saw in Denver had to be five times the level of intelligence in Louisiana. Niggas refuse. Niggas refuse to wear a mask in in New Orleans airport. Niggas gotta beg them. In Denver, if you're not wearing a mask, you look at like you fucking stupid. Like you you got the home homeless niggas wear masks in Denver, nigga. Like that. Louisiana niggas is fucking stupid. I, I'm so sick of these people that's like, oh, COVID's not real. This is not this. We're not taking the vaccine. We're not snowflakes. I refuse to take the vaccine. Niggas is fucking dumb. And I get the people that's like, I don't want to take it right away. I get y'all. But to say we just never going to take it. Come yeah, on, my nigga. Come on, my nigga. Like, like, I'm going to wait a month. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to wait a month just to see how the first wave of niggas doing. And then if the first wave of niggas doing well, then cool. But when I see the, the niggas that Pfizer testing got Bell palsy as a side effect, nigga, I can't take that vaccine right away. They got all my face to go. Nigga, if we all came on this pod and all our... Yo, nigga, nah, that'd be, that'd be the greatest episode ever. I'd laugh at all of us. <laughs> Bro, it's crazy because the FDA approved that shit. That's a fact. For like emergency use, but they still approved it. That's a fact. That's the shit that's like, bro. The, Y'all niggas is wildin'. I'm we, cool, bro. Cause like I'm looking at it, bro, and I know that like it's it's fucked up. Like I almost hate saying this because it's insensitive to like the people that really did get fucked up from the virus. Yeah. But for the most part, bro, everybody I know that got it, they was just like, yeah, man, I was I was sick, little sore throat, I couldn't taste shit, and then they shook back. I ain't. I don't know if I'm willing to like potentially give myself something super fucked up. That's permanent, like a permanent side effect, just to avoid the COVID. Cause I think I could beat that motherfucker if I get it. Look, I f- I feel the same way. The only person I know that that really got fucked up and he he's finally doing better is my grandpa. Like that nigga was in the hospital, but like he doing better now. But like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I could. Like, I gotta wait at least a month. I gotta wait and see yeah. how it affects niggas. Before a month I take is really it. nice. I ain't gonna lie, brother. You you cute for that. A month, nigga. They gotta give me at least a year research. This nigga said a month. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Long-term <laughs> effects, my brother. Because yeah, that's the thing. To two I feel to like niggas, research. niggas gonna be popping up 
a year later with some fucked up shit that's they, connected to that damn vaccine. Right. And that's what I was thinking to myself. Like, you know, it's it's funny because most people that are like, I ain't taking the vaccine, this and that. And I'm like, your mom got you immunized for measles, mumps, and all that shit when you was a kid, nigga. Shut the fuck up, bro. Yeah. Your family believe in fucking shots. Or you eat ass, yeah. nigga. Like, shut up. Put <laughs> <laughs> they face where it don't belong type shit, but they be afraid to... Uh, but they do it coke in the bathroom with a stranger. They That's never, what I was about to say. But they like, oh no, the I don't know that vaccine. They're like, nigga, you just snorted meth, heroin, and a little bit of fucking baking powder, nigga. You don't, you just be shoving shit in your nose. Yeah. That's, 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 the, that's the white boys that be saying fuck that the Republicans, but the niggas are definitely going to the club at, in, in fucking snort lines off the fucking counter of the bathroom. Like, shit, like shit ain't nothing. You y'all niggas see, disgust me. Y'all seen your boy uh, Donald Trump has finally officially uh, took the L? That nigga yeah, went on a rant on Twitter. He was like, nah, it's not, it's not real. It's not real. It's Thick right now, bro. That nigga hurting. And it's, it's hilarious. It's just hilarious to see the crumbling of the Trump empire. I, love yeah, I mean, by this, by the time we post this, I mean, it'll be like, you know, the Death Star getting that final uh, hit, bro. <laughs> this shit, this shit the blow, bro. Like, that, nigga, that nigga about to be gone. He got a month left officially. A month. It's yeah, it. Bro, it's, it's over uh, with. It's not looking too good. That nigga, that, but he doing everything to dismantle the system. It's hilarious. That nigga sending niggas to be executed. This nigga is fucking, what did he do today? Today he like repealed something that caused a big fucking like a big stir in like, I think, uh, cybersecurity. Like niggas was getting hacked because Trump like turned some shit off. Some crazy oh, shit like shit. that. Like this nigga yeah, is wild. I haven't been paying attention no more, bro. That nigga wildin', bro. Trump just doing doing everything. He's like, you niggas didn't vote me? Fine, fuck you. <laughs> fuck crazy. y'all. <laughs> they need to do something about that though, bro. Cause I feel like Trump the only nigga that's gonna take Petty to the max he's gonna, power. He is change rules, you're right, bro, he is. Cause he's not gonna leave with dignity. No, <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> He taking this month and he gonna do as much as he can before he get up out of there. He got like, bro, leave with Grace. He like Grace. The fuck is Grace? Fucking oh my gosh. And speaking of Grace, yo, what's up? What's up with your man Floyd, bro? What's up with your man Floyd, Doom? What's up with this? This nigga broke. What's up with this nigga, man? See, I don't, I don't. Think Why he fighting Logan don't... Paul, nigga? I, see, I. What is wrong I with seen, this nigga? I seen a lot of people. They was talking about like how what he doing is bad for the sport and it must mean he broke and all this other shit. And I don't think it's that at all. I think he, he view himself and where he at in his career a little different. Like I think he, he already know that he, as far as like legitimate competitive boxing in the game, he done with that. He retired. And now he know like, nigga, I still got the health and, and wealth to keep the money flowing. So he about to take every fucking opportunity. Like, bro, we're not going to act like he didn't go to China and fight this little I still thought that was crazy. And all that shit. Like, is he, LeBron James or... Did Kobe, is Kobe going to play Rest His Soul? Did, would Kobe play a YouTube nigga and a one-on-one nigga? What are we, what are we but, fucking but talking that's, about? That's two different niggas, though. Like, Kobe respect the, the, game, the game. You know what I'm saying? We know that Floyd only came <laughs> Sign. That's but, embarrassing, nigga. And that, he gonna make them fucking dollars fighting this nigga, bro. You know what I mean? Niggas by the two. You got a good point. I can't lie. He gonna make money, but do y'all don't think that's embarrassing to his legacy? I don't what think he give a fuck about it a is. legacy, though. It, it, I don't but think he, he, right. he don't give a fuck about a legacy, but it is tarnishing it for sure. Like this nigga, 
this nigga got he got so much on his plate right now between his daughter and what going on with young boy and and, and oh, dealing with it. I'm just being honest. Hey, Control he, your fucking hey, house, nigga. Bro. Hey, he convinced young boy to put them gloves on. That's gonna be the highest grossing pay per view of all fucking time, nigga. I guarantee you that. This nigga Floyd. It, That's what he need to do. He need but to don't don't he have enough money? It's like it's is 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 there never enough? Like it like I, I know we all have aspirations, but is there like a check you can like? To me, there's checks that like I just won't take. Like there's there's there, uh, and I know I'm not in a position to say that right now because I mean I'm going to like, but I can't sell out. That to me that's selling out. Yeah. Uh, see, I don't know though, man. Like, so you gonna take I, any any check that like they don't have nut like they, there's nothing. No integrity. We talking about money the, making. The, the, the thing is on. though, I could see if this was like. Go fight this nigga for a hundred racks or something little like that. But we talking about he's still getting he gonna get a bag just as big as any of his pro fights. It's gotta you know just be I mean? a million minimum, huh? He not getting more uh, than a mil. I don't, I don't think. Nah, I think he getting more than a mil, bro. He getting more than a no mil. Way, it ain't no way Floyd showing up for a mil. That's that's like twenty dollars to him. All right, if we find <laughs> if, if we find out the splits, when we find out the splits. If it's be a different if, conversation if it's something cheap. If it's under 10 mil, can we look I at think, that questionable? I think Hell yeah. 10 mil, 10 mil is still a, a bag to him. Okay. Because if, it, if, if it's if five Floyd and under. Make it, if, if Floyd want to make it just a one round deal, he can do that. I really think he can knock this nigga out. Oh, I don't, I don't, that, and that's not, and, and see, I agree with you. One th- I don't, I don't, I'm not questioning the, the outcome of this match. Floyd better wash the flow with this white dude, man. Floyd, and, and I'm not talking defensive Floyd, like, ooh, I'm not taking a hit. No, this, this nigga need to knock this nigga out. Like, that's that's how I'm looking at it. I mean, he may still knock him out, but it's still going to be him. He's not going to not gonna fight a different fight. Yeah. I'm not paying to watch this nigga just dance around. It's going to be a long-ass fight, and then he's going to knock that nigga out when he gets tired. I'm going to just wait for the clip. That's what he's going to do. He's going to do like he did with Connor. He's going to let him... Yeah, niggas think like, oh, this might be a fight, and then fourth, fifth round, he knock that nigga out, man. Up, yeah, Yeah, I'm not paying for that, bro. I'm not paying for that shit. I ain't paying for it, but I'm gonna for damn sure stream the fuck out. I tell you that. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be wilding on the seven seas of the internet, pirating, (laughs) nigga. That's a fact. Yo, okay, so they got a lot of shit that happened. Oh, while while we were away, uh, let's start off with music, I guess. Y'all fucked with that Kid Cudi album? I did. I do. Y'all fucked with it. It was. I did. All right. I, seen everybody I think it wasn't in the right bad. mind state, so you can't count for this week. What's in your natural habitat? This I, I, yeah, that definitely wasn't vacation music. So if you peep yeah, that while yeah, you yeah, that's what I'm vacation, saying. I can't yeah, take your. I can't take. I'm gonna let you come back to it. I'm gonna give you a week. Yeah, I revisit it, man. I ain't fuck with that. I'm that's just gonna. You, you, you gotta wait till your girl piss you off and you feeling a little down and go back to it. Revisit it, man. <laughs> All right, bet, bet. I feel like it's driving music though. Like late like, night, yeah, he, you he got some joints, bro. And I like what's crazy is I was like being Kid Cudi got the reputation of being the type of nigga he is. Like we all know he the depressed nigga in the game. That's a fact. And I, I'm reading through the track list and I'm like, all right, I see what this is. He had a song on that bitch called Sad People. And I kind of avoided just because I was like, man, I'm in a good little space. I don't want to feel too depressed, nigga. Like yeah. skip over that one. Sad people ended up being the hardest one. Like it's a whole bop, bro. Real. Talking about some depressing shit, but it's like it's hard. And okay. It's- Let me ask y'all: Is this, 
is this more Man on the Moon 1 or Man on the Moon 2? In terms of, and not, now I'm not talking in terms of sound. I'm just talking in terms of quality. Two. Two? Two was the better one to me. The Man on the Moon 1? Oh, one is, okay, me and Lynn on the same page. One is what better. Is, than, what is wrong with this nigga dude, nah, man? Nah, 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 wait, 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 wait. What is wrong with this nigga, bro? Two was crazy, bro. Y'all not about to do that to two. I didn't say, I'm saying which one's a better project. I'm not saying two is bad. I fuck with Man two. Man on the Moon 1 was what broke him, but I think two was better. Oh, and I think the, the the reception of two was better. Oh, you smoking, nigga. What is wrong with you? I'm telling you, what, what did one have besides Day and Night? What? what? Oh, hold on. Soundtrack to my that, life. That Willie went crazy. Antigalactica? Come on, bro. Soundtrack to my life went fucking crazy. That's the, I know money can see something out of me. Heart of the Lion. Heart of the Lion was hard as fuck. Sky might fall. Yep. Fucking Mr. Solo Dolo one or uh, Solo Dolo one, fucking higher with Chip the Ripper up it, nigga. What is you talking about, nigga? What are, what are we? Hey, y'all crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happiness. Comments all on there too. The, uh, make her say. What, what's wrong with this nigga, bro? What is wrong with this nigga, dude? Go to Man on the Moon too. All right, I'm gonna go. Tell to me two. that wasn't a better album. I'm about number to. One, number one is one of those albums where it's like it holds a special spot because of what it was at that point. Number but one. Two was a better album. All right, number two got Mojo So Dope. Right. Got Erase Me. over Mariana. Marijuana. All right, I'll come, I'll come yeah, Marijuana. Yeah. Mojo yeah, So fine. Dope. Erase Me. That's three. Wildin' Cause I'm Young. Mr. Rager. What else? Trapped in my mind. It's hard, man. That, to me, though, to me, because... Cause I know like those type of albums, when you look at that, that's like, that's like the Carter one. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, that album was crazy and it broke Wayne. But we know that ain't his best Ooh, See, I'm not first. letting you do that. I'm not letting I'm you do that. Like, you, I'm not letting you do that. Cause this is still on movie tracks to this day. Cause, right? cause Man, Man on the Moon 2 is not the Carter 2. Fuck yeah. no. Fuck no. Nah, it's not. It's not. I ain't but, saying that. No, I ain't saying I, that. But I'm not letting you do that analogy. Because it's I'm not saying, like... I'm it, saying with the way, like, with what the Carter 1 was, no matter what, we hold it as, like, the Carter 1 was that shit. But then when you look at it in comparison to the rest of his discography, musically, it's not the best. Hmm. I'm talking know. Wayne. Yeah. I think no, 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 Wayne 2 was his best project musically. Not mm. sales, not reception, not what broke them. The songs the were just music. better on, on, on one. I don't know. But I mean, I can see. We'll put up a poll. Y'all let us know which one is better. Man on the moon one, man on the moon two. We're going to do a poll on the Twitter. Y'all let us know when y'all hear this. I think this nigga Doom is crazy. I think he is too. I'm leaving that alone. Yeah, this, this, this nigga always <laughs> I, never. That. He never that. He never fails to shock me. He never fails. Uh, I just want to, I wanted to shout out that nigga Rory. Uh, Rory put out an album this uh this week. It, it's called uh hold on I got it in my recently added. It's just, it's just called Rory. I thought it was super dope. That's Meek Mill's artist, and I'm a, I'm a big fan of Rory. And if you like R&B, that trap soul type shit, this that that's a really good album to check out. Um, I think that's all. The, Jack Harlow dropped. I thought it was it was it was cool. I, I didn't really jam it, but I ain't gonna lie, bro. All right, so I downloaded it and I, 
Shout out to Krista, because I had the same kind of thought when I listened to this shit. I'm like, this nigga making madder music, bro. <laughs> no, that's Doom. That's Doom take. Doom be saying niggas make mad like, music. This shit is... I mean, I wasn't expecting much. Don't get me wrong. I didn't go into it with like high expectations, but I was like, let me just see what Jack got. And I was like, I didn't think it was bad, but it wasn't nothing fire. I like Jack Harlow though. I do too. Like, I'm I'm with you. I don't think he like he not no rap great, but he he definitely surpassed what I expect from him. That's a fact. Like, that's why I'm at with it. one hit after was popping, that would have been it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But he, he got some shit. I fuck with him. He did. But but Brooklyn makes a great point. A lot of that was mad music, though. But yeah. so, but they got some some gems in there that 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 that's worth it. Uh yo, they say Ashanti ducking the smoke, man. Doom, what's up, bro? She ducking her bitch. She ducking that bitch, bro. She ducking. She ducking. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna let you she, do that. She, Ashanti. She, hey, she had to start coughing and shit. Hey, tell him, tell him my results came back positive. <laughs> uh, you gotta <laughs> <laughs> gotta get the playlist together first. <laughs> oh shit! That's what it was. She, <laughs> hey, she started peeping Keisha discography and was like, "Hold on, I don't." You hey. should have been peeped it though, yeah. bro. Like, yeah, I wouldn't accepted this fight. Looking at it now, like after my girl didn't talk to talk me down, Doom didn't talk me down. All the women on Twitter didn't talk Keisha me down. My girl, bro, Keisha, my like, you could ask any of these niggas, bro. Back in the gap when I was when I used to do like my last call shit, I would throw I would throw the uh the Keisha with the with Miss Yelly in there as the last call song. But stop yeah, playing, Keisha, Keisha got the hits, bro. Keisha might win. I'm I'm I might have changed. I bro. think Ashanti got seven rounds. I think she went seven rounds only. Yo, Guaranteed. remember that 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 era in time where it's like niggas was. Like before the smartphones and shit, when niggas had the the song on the voicemail and shit, mm-hmm. every girl you called had the motherfucking Keisha Cole on that motherfucker. A lot of them did. That's a fact. That's the, that like was, the, the ring bro, back tone. Y'all forgot about that. Niggas bro. would call and you hit yo that. And it was always Keisha Cole. And and bro, the crazy thing is, like you know how, and I noticed this is a common theme in verses, and I think they do it on purpose. So. I'm noticing the matchups are always, it was kind of like with the Jeezy and Gucci shit. Jeezy had the bigger radio hits. Like if we judging off of radio and charts and shit yeah. like that, Jeezy was who you was rocking with. If that was your, you know, your metric for judging the fight. But then Gucci, bro, all the street niggas was fucking with Gucci. And I feel like that world exists with women and R&B too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Shanti's so like, the Ashanti, She got the radio joints. We ain't. I'm not arguing. All that. she got is the radio joints. Yeah, that's all she got. She's talking radio hits. Ashanti got that. But all the real bitches, they fuck with Keisha Cole. Bro. That's true. All of them. All that's of true. Them. And but see, it's interesting. Cold. The verses they got to, because that's not gonna happen till January. The Keisha one, because they had to push it back to let Ashanti, you know, pass the COVID regulations and whatnot. But they do an E40 and two short end out the year. I like that. Oh, that's hard. That's gonna be hard. That that's that's, that's a salute hard. to the West Coast and that's the uh, Bay like Area. That. That's gonna be fire. Like, and I the, feel like a lot of young niggas gonna learn shit. The West Coast niggas gonna be going crazy. Off yeah, they bro. will. I'm, I'm telling E-40 you, bro, out here, bro, E40 is a god. That's what I was about to say. I think E40 yeah. gonna win, even though like, yeah. even though Too Short is like a god in the Bay Area as well. But it's just like I don't know, man. E40, when you say when when you tell that to a certain age of niggas from the from the South to the West Coast, E40 just ring off different. Like my pops is in love with E40, crazy. Yeah. Like n- niggas of that age, 
fuck with E40. Heavy. And I can see why. And you from the area where niggas fuck with Exhibit, too. That's another one. Yeah. They, like, them West Coast niggas, they ride for their niggas, bro. I'm, I'm going to tell you that now. I mean, y'all do, too? Actually, <laughs> last night, I was, I was, uh, yeah, we do. We yeah. do. I'm about to say, boy, where the, we going the, the if it was for y'all niggas? The difference, though, I, and this could be just because I'm biased and I got my Louisiana goggles on. But I feel like Boosie actually, like, he ran shit outside of Louisiana, too. These niggas, you're not, like, gonna, do, you're not gonna do that to you, E40 in two shows. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about E40. I'm just okay. The, the Bay Area niggas. Oh, okay, okay. Bay okay, Area okay. niggas or hold these random niggas I never even heard of. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. They like goaded status just because they from the Bay. I agree with that. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, because like, I thought you was about you, to say T- E40 you, in two short. I was like, nigga, you, you go in, go in the Bay and tell a Bay Area nigga that Andre Nicotina is trash. Them niggas will shoot you, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's and I fun. never heard of Andre Nicotina before I came out here. I coming from nigga. a nigga who cannot be biased because he came from New York. I didn't know who Fox was. Oh, yeah, I knew who Webby was, and we knew who Boosie was. Well, Fox not even. Fox is whack. They gonna shoot you, bro. No, they not. Fox is whack, yeah, nigga. They, they, yeah, they not, they not tripping on Fox. We not tripping yeah, over Fox, Webby, nigga. Yeah, they ain't tripping on Fox. Well, y'all I, I might even give you level. Level, like level was rocking hard too. Fox is Fox, Fox's ass. <laughs> yeah, Fox caught a few. Well, I didn't know who level was neither. Didn't know who he was. Didn't know none of these. Like I'm telling you, Boosie, Webby, and Kevin Gates. Look, I, and I guess you can count Young Boy now. That's the only artist that niggas outside of this area know that came from yeah, Louisiana. That's a fact. And, and I, I think, I, yeah, I say currency because currency is like oh, currency. I, I got forgot his, about currency. currency. I was currency thinking of people, and, bro, and so currency slipped my mind. Fuck with currency, hard. heavy, yeah, bro, because he because he got that low rider smoker culture going on, whatever, non, yeah. So you know, but E forty two short, good for the West Coast niggas. Happy for y'all. I'm gonna definitely be watching that versus. Not gonna be drama though. It's gonna just be a lot of love. And I and I'm, I'm yeah, more that- for the. I'm more for the verses that has the drama, that has like the little, the beefs. There's not going to be no beefs in this. Yeah. This one definitely going to be one of those verses where it's just a celebration. Maybe yeah, like, where it's just like everybody's happy and there's, it's yeah. not like a battle. Do we expect digging up each other and shit. Hate and... from the Ashanti and Keisha Cole one though, do we? I expected like some cattiness. Yeah. Just it's like not a some straight like, out beef, but but I just like you remember when Patty LaBelle was with uh, Gladys yeah, yeah, Knight and they had like the little patty, they had like the little pettiness, just like women, just like some women caddy shit. I like with Babyface and and Teddy Riley, where Babyface was like, "Yeah, nigga, I'm sunning you." Like I, I fuck with that type of shit. I, I fuck with that energy, uh, that negative energy. I, I think I think Keisha would definitely bring it. Like I don't know what Ashanti gonna do. Ashanti probably gonna she gonna do whatever. Oh she yeah, Keisha Keisha bringing all the snide comments. Yeah. All the little, yeah, I sang this. I wrote this. Like, oh, that's how she gonna by keep myself. doing. Yeah, by myself. Myself. No Ja Rule. No, uh, no, what's that nigga name? No Irv Gotti. None yep. of that. Me, Keisha, just me in here right now. Written for big artists, nigga. You, you take, you take uh, songs from other niggas. Not me. Right. I'm Keisha Cole, bitch. You got Irv help? Nah, that's already, that's already too much of an advantage. That's what I'm saying. I, look, Keisha goes talk that shit. I'm ready for it. But uh, what else we got? All right. Uh, yo, they got on that nigga academics. They got on that nigga academics in Clubhouse. They got on his ass. I'm in the Clubhouse. I told y'all niggas I can send y'all the invite. Y'all can get in. You niggas didn't say nothing, so that's on y'all. Man, I'm, send that. I'm, I feel like I'm <laughs> missing everything, bro. <laughs> it's all, look, and all right, now that I've been in Clubhouse, it's cool, but it's not. Like, when you're not in it, it's like, damn, everything's going right. on in here. But when you're in it, it's like... Hmm. Hmm. I'll go check sometimes, 
But yeah, I send y'all the invite. It's not you ain't miss nothing. But they got on academics' ass though. What you saying, dude? Now I was just gonna say, like, my thing with Clubhouse is I feel like every big talking point as far as like just shit going on in the culture has come from that. Always the conversation from Clubhouse. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot, a lot of that has happened. Like niggas need to get in it because like that Kevin Hart shit that started in Clubhouse. It did. Everybody was talking about that. The little baby shit that we about to we gonna talk about in a little bit. The conversation about men started in Clubhouse. Yeah, about sex work and shit. You gotta fill me in with what happened with Act because I I it's okay. So basically, it's what we always talk about about how Act should be held responsible for the shit he be doing with beefs and shit. Meek called him out. Meek was like. You did this shit in Philly. You didn't post them niggas that they had a beef with me. You trying to start violence. And if something happened, you could get arrested for this. You should be getting arrested for this. Guap dad was getting on his ass about the same thing. And then 21 Savage was like, that's not as hard. Like 21 Savage was trying to, was kind of capping, was kind of like taking up for him and shit. And Ak was just basically arguing that like, I only post what niggas send me or whatever. And Meek, I didn't post that because I don't post you no the, more. 21 got some. That's weird. It was just, it was just like, it was just a bunch of that. I, I think Twenty One Savage was just trying to protect his relationship. That's all. Yeah, it was. that's what I was. I think Twenty One got some explaining to do, but I think it has something to do with that. Yeah, that's all it was. And it, and it was just basically a bunch of niggas getting on act about what we have been saying for weeks. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know, bro. Like, cause I see a lot of niggas like, and I was I was talking with Chris about this, and I, like he kind of, he kind of brought up the point that. You can't really be mad at Act because that's what Act built his whole brand on. Me and Chris will talk about this quite it's, often. It's niggas that brought him to the spot that he at, True. which I agree with to some degree. You know what I mean? Like, I do think that, like, okay, Act made his brand around doing the shit that he do, and the culture responded positively to it, which is like what elevated him to the complex deal and being one of the biggest YouTube shits and you yeah. got the biggest social media pages in the culture. Like, so I, I agree with that to some degree, but I do think like at some point I'm with you, you, you hold a certain responsibility to the shit that yep. come out on your platform. And That's... when you reach a certain level, you got to understand that you have that responsibility. That's a fact. You know what I mean? Cause they could charge him if they wanted to, they, they could. really could. And I, I think they should bro. You know what mm. I mean? Like, I was saying that the last time we potted. I was saying, like, bro, if, like, when they charge niggas to accessory to a murder, like, nigga, if I, should be if, on I if I pull up to the gas station and I got the car running outside while you go rob that motherfucker, I didn't rob it, but, nigga, I helped out. So, nigga, I'm getting charged, too. Right. And, I think the and the reason why he not, the reason why he not is because they doing the Vlad shit. It's like, like Vlad is fucking giving these niggas information and it, it's, it's yeah. come out. So it's like, yeah. Act might not be doing it to the to the Vlad love, and I don't think he is, but uh I think nobody do it like Vlad. Yeah, nobody nobody <laughs> does it like Vlad, but like that's why he's not getting charged one thousand percent. Because then if you charge him if it, it sets a precedent in law, if you charge him with that, then right. it's like how many more Start members of the, everybody else? Yeah, charging members of the media. Because it could be said that the media provokes a lot of gang like uh a lot of gang stuff in, in like different cities and whatnot. And like, that's where you start. That's where it, the blurred lines come, comes in. Well, but, but the issue is, is when it's like white media, nobody expect these niggas to give a fuck about our culture or give a fuck about the niggas in that's the culture. Too. But when you act, nigga, 
you are part of the culture. Why would you be contributing to the destruction of our shit? Oh, okay, no, I agree so, with that. I agree with that 1000%. That's, that's the difference. Like, and I, like, cause you're right. Like they could go to a lot of niggas in the media and be like, oh, you did this and that. But we know they ain't gonna do that. Yeah. Like, we know that. And, and so that's why, gotta, I, that's my problem with that. And, and he don't. Like, act is like, all right, nigga, this shit gonna get me a million hits. I don't give a fuck if somebody die tomorrow because of it. I'm posting this shit. Yep, 1, and that's 000%. the problem. That's the fucking problem. I agree with that. I I don't deny that at all. And that's I fact. and and it's just like it's gonna be interesting to see how he moves now that he's not at everyday struggle. It's gonna be interesting because he didn't get more nasty. To me, he didn't utilize his lever his power at the time Hell to get no. to get the show. That not in the right the way. Standing show. <laughs> no, not no. He should have left complex or he should have done something different and got it got a got a show for him not the remnants of everyday struggle with him and joe did he should have did something different but i digress and we're gonna see how he moves because it's gonna be interesting to see if act gets another show from like a major corporation and not just his twitch do you especially now like with this shit happening do you yep. think anybody would be willing? i don't think it i don't think so i don't think i don't see yeah, revolt I don't, doing I don't it so. i don't see revolt doing it i don't see spotify doing it i don't see Apple doing it. I don't I don't see a lot of people doing it. So it's like it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be very, very, very interesting to see what he does next. I think his only hope is to pray that Twitch reach out and try to get him to do some exclusive. Oh, he's definitely he's probably Twitch. a partner. That that I, I can see that happening. Probably begging them to do some shit. Because the way Twitch works is like right now I'm an affiliate and you can make money when you're an affiliate, but you can't make as much until you're a partner. And act has to be a partner. There's no way. Yeah. Well, but the thing is, there's, there's like certain people, I want to say like um, Logic is. Oh, that has exclusive like, deals with Twitch. Yeah, yeah that's like that's like Ninja. They can only have their content on, on Twitch. Twitch. And yeah, they get paid. Bang. To that. Yeah, you know that's a mean? fact. He so he might get that. Act, yeah, act only hope is that because I can't see any other like network or anybody like that trying to reach out. It'd be dumb as hell, especially, especially after the Chrissy Teigen from, shit. From yeah, <laughs> like they had to police this nigga a lot on yep. the shit he was doing outside of complex. Like That's they would hit him up, like, "Yo, this shit you post on your page and this take shit that down. Yeah, you can't do that." You know what I mean? <laughs> That's a fact, nigga. They got that nigga, so it's gonna be interesting to see what happens to him. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Who knows what's gonna happen to that nigga act, but. We shall see. Speaking of new shows, you know they're giving that nigga Stephen A. Smith a new show at Disney Plus, like a, another sports show? On Disney Plus? That's yeah. Cool. And that's what I wanted to ask y'all what y'all think about that. I, I have a guess at what it's going to be. My bet is it's going to be an interview show. Like he's going to interview like the biggest names in sports because there's no other show I can see Stephen A. Smith doing on Disney Plus. On Disney Plus. Plus. Yeah, that's weird. That's, I what mean, he going to do? He, he's it's going to be him and like Shaq and like him and like... uh. He's going to be interviewing, like, Ernie Johnson and shit. It's going to be, like, him interviewing the most lovable people in sports. He might get, like, the like, Kyrie's, yeah. or he might utilize his relationship. Kyrie! Like, he might. Him and Kyrie Ky got a relationship. He Kyrie might. just got in trouble for ducking the media. What you talking about, bro? I know, I know. for the kids. I know, but he might. I'm just saying, that's the type of shit I, I think Stephen A. Smith should get. 
that's the type of that's the type of things I, I expect to see. Like when you say Stephen A. Smith and Disney Plus get bro, it's given a show, to- it's not gonna be the toxic niggas, bro. Come on, he gonna be in there interviewing Steph Curry and his and his wife. Like, that's instead of her cooking show. Come on, bro. I can see that. Toxic too. niggas like John Wall and and Kyrie Irving that be ducking the media. Come on, bro. Don't do that it's to Jerry. Don't bro. do that to John Wall, man. Don't do that to don't do that to gang signs. John Wall bro. throwing up gang signs. Shit. Nah, bro. All them goofy ass niggas not getting on, <laughs> on Disney Plus. That nigga's a savage. He ain't going <laughs> on Disney Plus. Right, bro. That's like uh, I was I, I started playing uh that my team shit recently, and I asked I ran across uh Deshaun Stevenson. I'm thinking to myself like they really used to have some gangster ass niggas in the league, bro. Like Deshaun Stevenson was right. really like some murder ass nigga who played three and D. Like that was it, bro. The Rashid. Rasheed Wallace, Zebo, uh, all them niggas, right, bro. Them niggas was real. Like John yeah, Wallace, the league, bro. John the Wallace, last the last one. of it. Yeah, Stephen Jackson, fact, Matt Barnes, all them niggas, man. Them niggas was wildin', bro. They was, they was real. They but, took uh, one and gun to a no, a whole new level, bro. Look at this nigga. This nigga is crying. <laughs> this nigga got funny jokes on him here, bro. That's crazy. Nigga said running gun, <laughs> Gilbert Arenas. <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We got Stephen A. Smith. Oh, Lil Wayne sold his masters. Lil Wayne for a hundred million. I think he just. I. I, I think that was a desperate play. Not. And, and I ain't see nobody say that. But I think it's because that nigga got arrested and he wanted to make sure his family could have money. That's I what about I, was. I, I think this is the same thing of him piggybacking off of the Trump thing. Is like that didn't work. He not getting the pardon. So now he's like, what else can I do to prevent me from going broke? O- not OJ Simpson. Uh, MC Hammer broke. Yep, that's what I think it is. Cause like, a hundred million is not enough for Wayne's catalog. If I'm being honest, he short he shortchanged himself, bro. It's not he shortchanged himself, but he didn't have no other option. Right, he have no other option, especially since he got a twenty million dollar lawsuit against him right now from his manager, from his former manager, not Cortez. It's the nigga that helped him get out the the Birdman suit. Right. So I knew that was gonna happen though. I ain't gonna lie, Doom. How you feel about it? Cause you you look you look perplexed over there about Wayne, man. He going to jail, Doom. Is and you? I don't th- I don't think he could take 10 years. I don't I do not think he could take 10. Wayne better do one year in probation. He better try to get he better try to get that. <laughs> See, he, my, my thing with Wayne, bro, is that you look at every other nigga that's in that like, cause you know the the spot where Wayne at on the all-time rap list. There's only a handful of niggas in that category. Yep. Right. And none of the other niggas go through the bullshit that Wayne go through. Oh, yeah, he aged you know him the worst. Like, <laughs> it, it just hurt me to see that because Wayne is like, he's Wayne. But you gotta be honest. Like, you gotta be honest. Like, so much. We gotta be honest. Why can't we be honest? Like, I, Doom, Doom is right. I'm, I'm one of the biggest Lil Wayne fans. But, like, bro, he is aging the worst. Like, Jay, he really this, is, though. He this really this is. don't happen to Jay Z. This not happen even Eminem. It's not happening hey, to him. Even Diddy. Uh, no, 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 I'm, I'm actually taking his side for once. All these niggas is aging very what, gracefully. Gracefully. There is nothing graceful about Wayne's descendants. Nothing. Not a, nothing. Nothing, bro. Why is that nigga traveling with Coke to Miami with a golden gun? What? Why, nigga? Why? Why? He got that modern gun on modern <laughs> welfare. Bro, go get your Coke in Miami, nigga. What's wrong with you? What is wrong That's with you? Thing, bro. It's, it's, it's something about Louisiana niggas, bro. They just can't let go of being ignorant. My nigga, you are worth too much. You have <laughs> done too shit. much. You have contributed too much 
to be doing this stupid ass shit. I don't understand, bro. You too old. Like this nigga is not in twenty. And it hurt me. Forty, bro. Because this this show up outside of rap that hurt his rap legacy, bro. Facts, it does. Bro. It, it does. does. Like it's, this nigga is the is the in, the it's intro the whole song. Work. This nigga is the intro song to the big one of the biggest sports shows in America. Yet he is on a plane with coke and a golden gun to get going to Miami, bro. Like that's the craziest part, nigga. You go into Coke City and you got coke with you? Nah. Explain yourself. Explain yourself, my nigga. That's because the nigga that nigga couldn't he couldn't last the bus ride over there without it. (laughs) That's what it was. He he needed it, bro. That nigga's a fucking fiend. Them withdrawals kicking Man, his ass. Bro. They kicking his ass. They kicking his ass. Exactly, he, can't, he can't kick it. He can't. He can't. <laughs> and I and look, this isn't funny. It's true. He can't kick it, and that's why probably why his dreads looking bad. That's, that's that is bro. why his dreads looking bad, bro. I'm telling you, all that, all that of this connect. Care himself, yeah, bro. All of this connect. I I just I just want better effect. for him. I want better for. I think all of his fans want better for him than he wants for himself, which that's is a, a problem. Fact. Like and we and we always try to hold Wayne to the Jay Z level to the M level, but everything he does takes him out of that level. Yeah. It's but at the same time, it's just how young he got into it that you know, like when, That's when he got too. to a certain point, he started making bad decisions, and now them bad decisions come back to haunt him. That's true. That is very true. I hope he don't go to jail for 10 years, man. I really do hope he don't. I really hope he gets probation. That shit will hurt. In a year. Because, like, 10 years, he he better not come out rapping. He better just, just sit down for a little He going to come out rapping, bro. Yeah. You ready for the car to six? Come on, now. Y'all play too much, bro. 10 Sorry years, my nigga. Sorry for the wait. Nigga, 10 years, I'm going to be 36 years old. I'm not listening to that shit, nigga. Bro, you listening to that shit, bro. You lying, bro. 10 years, nigga. The thing, is, the thing is, bro, in 10 years, how old is Wayne now? Wayne is 40, nigga. That nigga gonna be 50. Yeah. We still you listening to Jay. Bro, you can't come this nigga, out. Nigga, no, man. don't do that. Don't do that. No, Brooklyn, don't do that to my legend. This nigga is. Jay oh. is a legend. No, Jay, nigga, wait, wait, wait. wait. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do, please don't do that. Wayne, as much as I love Wayne, you know damn well Wayne is not about to put out no full, full, full level material. Don't, don't, don't do that to my nigga. Don't put him in that position to where you expect when he's 50, we're going to get some. No, that nigga will be talking about. I did a bid doing my doing my lean. Nah, nigga, stop, stop, stop it. Just sit down. Just sit down. So y'all telling me right now? Y'all telling me? Wait. On December thirteenth, y'all telling me right now that in ten years if he drops some fire and listen to it, y'all lying, bro. I'm, wait. Y'all listening to that shit, bro? Y'all lying, bro? I'm a I'm a peep, but I'm a know that it's trash before I press play. I got a spot for Wayne that nobody can ever take in the rap game. That's a fact. I'm with like, you. Literally, he is forever locked in, in that spot. Yep. Like, I'm with you. Concrete number one spot in my book. If we're talking all time, my favorite rappers. But he ain't, if he, especially if he go sit down and jokes for 10 years, 
ain't, hey, bro. I ain't expecting nothing. Trash. I'm not, I, 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 not just not expecting. I have low expectations. I'm not just gonna have no expectations. No, I have oh, low expectations. Come on, now, nah. yeah, no, yeah, listen to that. What, no. what could, what could Wayne rap about at fifty though? He, he gonna fifty after getting out of jail. What are you gonna tell niggas? With that four forty four, man. The only, the only way it works is if he oh, tell man. niggas all that shit he was doing with the lean and shit was wrong. If he give us like a, like a. Uh, a redemption album of like, yeah, all these drugs, all this shit led to my downfall. That's the only way. I, I ain't there, so Carter Six, semicolon, the redemption. Y'all <laughs> listening to that right now. Listen, I'm already on the PR team for Wayne. Y'all ain't even know. Thank y'all for the ideas. That's the only way I'm Carter listening. Carter Six gonna be fire, bro. Y'all listening to that. The only way is if it's some shit like that. But if it's him still doing... Uh, pulling up, drinking the lean with Come the Zan. No, I just got no. out. No, first no. day out. I'm fucking bitches. No first day out. Come he, on, he now. in this with he fucking bitches. No, nigga, sit your fifty year old ass. First day nigga. out, bro. He with your fucking ten years with, later. Come with on, your now. fucking RD, nigga. Go take your Viagra and sit your ass down, nigga. Because there's no way that dick work after all that cocaine and lean, nigga. Sit your Man. fucking ass Man. down. Man. <laughs> sit, sit your fucking ass down. First of all. When, when have y'all been allowed to go this hard on Wayne? I'm confused. What's going on today? It's just the truth. Like, yeah, we just keep it a little bean. Y'all I'm, fed I'm, up. It sounds like y'all fed up with him. Yes, I'm yes. I'm, I, we, we have to be honest. Like, because that's the thing. If me and Doom weren't honest, we would be biased fans. And that's not what we are. That's not that. what we are. And it's like, I, I am such a fan of this man. And I, I appreciate what he has done for my life so much that I got to be honest when he fucking up. I got to be. Gotta be, just gotta be. That's just what. That's just where we at with Lil Wayne. Crazy. We did a deep dive. Didn't expect that to happen. But uh, all right, yeah. We just got a couple of more topics left. Oh, I wanted to shout out Chance. He dropped the best raps I've heard from him in months, in years. He dropped it on Twitter. A little freestyle. Let, let me let me cue that up. I'll play that shit. I'll play it. Fuck it. Because we can play it. That's not on no streaming service. No, no. I seen something saying that he dropped new tracks, but I didn't know it was on Twitter. I was looking at all the wrong places. Yeah, it's it's definitely on Twitter. <laughs> that nigga dropped it. Like it was. Watch. Here you go. Hold on, this here we go. Cool. I never heard of you. New Yo, chance of rapper. Turn up the gifted gifter, the secret Santa grab bag sifter, the Grinch sled hanging off the ledge, deadlifter, the best thrifter, the tear jerker, the Santa's little help employee of the year worker, the smile bringer, the joy inside the child lingers, the boy inside the crowd proud, he's a loud singer, the whole choir, the bow tire, the snow plow and the snow tires, the coat buyer, the all you shouldn't have her, the Birkin bagger, the gifted rapper, they told me it's the thought that counts, but really it's the count that matters, accountant hacker, bank amount counting backwards a thousand smackers it's the return of chris kringle that piss singles that shit tingles sending checks twice because the names on the list wrinkle my chips pringle my chips bingo my green mingo yo green mean slow it's the young born again good hood ornament with a little chicken like a cornish hen amazon ordering cohiba importer evergreen watering rapping all night will he ever bring the chorus in fireplace bright like I threw 10 menorahs in 10 more canaras in a whole fucking forest in I buy the doll in a mall that the store is in I hide the presents in the dresser in the drawer is in My dog doing moves, he said this shit is on the floor again Fez was on his trail, but he got 50 names in Oregon I bought cases bigger than the suits that you see Lori in James still sitting, but I'm sending a DeLorean 
Look, it's Mr. Christmas Bonus, Mr. Maida's Brothers Bands, Mr. Nicholas Jonas, Mr. Big Cajonas, but bigger heart, that's where the homeless home is, the home alone kid. It's the return of Kevin McAllister, the Swiss mister, the hot chocolate mixer, the gets pictures, the big, big cousin mister, the quick fixer, the whiz Oz big blizzard, the big gifter. Get that man his props, man. That man sound like that in a long time, man. Get that That's man his props. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And when I heard that, I had to retweet it. I had to say, I was like, yo, I ain't hear that in forever. Like when he when he got That's hard. That that beat was dumb. And, and see, I wanted to bring this up because even though it when it came out, he was rapping about Christmas, there's a difference between being there's a difference between making a, a song and making it sound digestible and making it relatable and making it pop and making it punch and making it sound good then and you can still rap about whatever you want but th- him doing that is different than what he did with the oh i love my wife shit like that like it's, it's that shit bro it's two different like, sounds oh oh i love my wife and what's that shit that he did with uh he did that holy shit with justin bieber See, but wilding, bro. He was wilding, bro. I was like, no, this is not what it is. I'm glad he got back to his roots because that shit was hard. That shit was hard. Like, I gotta get that nigga his props because, like, I shit on that nigga hard, hard. Big and I still will because he be giving us the Wendy's raps. (laughs) What you saying, Doom? You know why you like that? I was saying I fuck with that because I feel like it's not Chance trying to slip into that like trap sound yep you know what i mean because it's like when when niggas like chance do that that's the same as like niggas going pop to me yep because you not that like stick to that bag that and that's why i fuck with it and that's why i was talking about them lyrics because it's like he's still himself but it just it sounds like the old him it sounds like he tapped into what he what he what he lost and like right got that soul back i don't know it's just it it feel it felt different. Like hearing that beat, hearing him, him still doing his weird rap style, whatever, in his lyrics. It, that don't matter. The way that sounded and the way that felt felt different than that last album. It yeah. did. And that 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 flow and the melody that gave me acid rap vibes. Right. Same, same. And then when he hit the singing at the end of his raps, I was like, oh, he back. Yeah. That's him. So had to shout Chance out for that. All right, I got us with this to uh, before we get to the Pharaoh interview. I got a couple things. Yo, how do you feel about your girl walking in the bathroom while you pissing or shitting? It's the fucking worst. It's pissing? A, it doesn't bother me if I'm pissing. It, uh, I I'm just like it. I'm fighting. I'm cool. I, like, I, just, I just like privacy, man, when I'm using the fucking bathroom. Go do your hair in the that, other bathroom. That, that actually happened uh, often. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. the, way my, the way my bathroom is designed, it's like we got the shower and the sinks and shit, and then the... the actual toilet is it got a separate door and shit oh see now that you you killing so shit. like that don't that don't really happen a lot so, mm, like, if I'm, if well I'm the door closed opulence you hear this brooklyn you hear this nigga this nigga got a, another dough. Case, well he rich bro i already knew that bro <laughs> me and brooklyn shitting and shitting in the same bathroom the toilet and the fucking shower is, nigga. That's why he got I, a whole separate shit, bro. He got a whole, literally, he got a whole separate shit. Like this, the, the wealth, nigga. Here, I love bro. this. My nigga Doom is killing it, so he don't I relate to that. That ain't that ain't the case. He he does not, not relate to this, money, Brooklyn. Just I can't. The, I don't understand. He a far, he a far past. He far he far away from the crow. I don't I don't, I don't gotta listen to him. 
He over there being modest. Yeah, he, he, he that's a, came a long way from the crew. That's a, that's that a fucking fact. <laughs> oh, shit. But look, I'm just letting you all my niggas out there that, that have their girl in their house and they just want to just shit in peace and piss in peace. I'm there with y'all. I'm right there with y'all. That's me. I want the door closed. Don't come in here. Let me pee. Let me do my thing. I want to look on TikTok, look on Twitter, nigga, while I piss and shit. Let me just do my thug this. Fuck. <laughs> like, that's what I'm trying to get done. And then, uh, what else I got? I got the final thing I got for us this week is why can't niggas keep their dick in their pants? Why did little baby go pay that porn star 16K? That nigga's then, hilarious, bro. Well, why, bro? Why? Like, and I don't have dumb, a, bro. I don't have a problem with sex workers. Go do that. If that's your thing, do your thing. <laughs> but my nigga, you are on a level to where you should have had that bitch sign an NDA. He's right. You over here paying for pussy. How you little? How you little baby? And you paying for pussy? That's my thing. That's that's, that's the part that's got me all kinds of flabbergasted. He got me feeling like Stephen A. Like, but see, he kind of ugly though. That that. Well, but we know he ugly though. He know he ugly. But I'll make. I'm worth. I'm worth millions, bitch. I, I respect the hoes then. Fuck that. I'm not fucking your ugly ass, nigga. Give me 16 bands. <laughs> you know what? When we look at it from her perspective, Cisco get the bag. You're right. Yeah. That nigga ugly. You're right. If we use her perspective, she definitely took the dough. See, I, my, I fuck with my that. My thing is, bro, my thing is, if you're going to do that, like, make sure the female fire. Like, she wasn't even, like, right. 16 worthy to me. No, she was you know not. She was and shout you. out. That's, that's not hate. Shout that's out to not. Sis. You know what I'm saying? Like, get your coins. Things. Yeah, we not hate that, that nigga for the whole bag. <laughs> I'm just saying, if it was me, 16k can stretch. 16k yeah. can get you some fire, bro. <laughs> Jeez, I stretch. Yeah. Nigga. I'm not paying that bitch more than 500, nigga. What's wrong with you, nigga? 16k. Yo, I better get. I, I better see some fucking tricks, bitch. You better be flipping in there. Maybe she was doing th- th- tricks and shit. Nigga, nigga, I I, know. I, look, look. I better see you coming down from the fucking sky, bitch. Like you need to love. You need to fucking lower yourself down from the roof onto me, man. For six. She need to do that Drake shit when he used to go on touring and and fly from the ceiling. Hold on, Suck. bro. She that champagne poppy. Hold on, bro. This nigga's stupid. This nigga is crazy, bro. No, bro. You crazy. This nigga crazy. 16K? 16K? She better suck the Soleil pussy. This nigga 16K? She better do splits, flips, and tricks, nigga. That's a lot of fucking... Doom is right. That's a lot of fucking money, bro. Make that thing stretch. 16K can last... Like, bro, that's... That's almost as much as like the a low income family makes a year, dog. Like they had twenty five k. She made that shit in one night. <laughs> Blow your fucking mind, bro. Sis, go ahead and get your bag, bro. Oh yeah, no, 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 get no. Bag, this is baby. no. This is no disrespect to the lady. You go 16K get sixteen k in one night. If you could get fifty from that nigga, go get it. Get whatever that nigga gonna give you. Fuck that. I'm with no, you. Get right. your bag. But as for little baby, what's wrong Mm-mm, with you, nigga? That's a bad look. Yeah, what's wrong with you, pussy? nigga? Like you are like like Brooklyn said, I'm with Brooklyn. Nigga, you a little baby. I don't give a fuck if I'm ugly or not. When I right. walk in the fucking club, nigga, I made uh, what's that song? Flavor like? of love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say to him having the paper pussy. Flavor of love. What's, what's crazy though is the 16k wasn't even enough to keep her quiet. Quiet, yeah. Right and right, Doom. That's it's what I'm thinking. Like he paid her 16k and didn't even think maybe I should pay this bitch on the side to not say nothing. He didn't say like, like that's what, if if I give you 16k, that gotta be what I'm paying for. You the gotta, silence, yeah. You gotta Fuck be yeah. able to recognize my situation and respect my shit. Like, you signing an NDA. You sign you signing something. 
I, I'm making you sign a contract to where if you tell, if if I find out, a, if if I see an inch of anything on the internet, I'm taking my 16 <laughs> and some bitch. What's wrong with you? I will see you in court. Yeah, <laughs> a fact. I'm suing your ass. That is a fact. I may drip too hard. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? But hey, that that huh, little baby move a little different. I, we don't see that happen to Offset, and I know Offset be paying for pussy. I know that for. A fact. I know I know that for a fact too. That's a fact. <laughs> He's paying for pussy. <laughs> like that's that is no doubt in my mind that nigga doing that. He don't care. Drake doing that too, and we don't see. <laughs> I mean, to an extent, they all do. But like you saying, we don't see it. We don't know about it. We don't hear about it. Like, the only on time now. we do is if it's like some some super super scandalous shit. The, if, if I was going to choose one of them to get caught for some shit like that, I would have chose Gunna 10 yeah. times out of 10, bro. That's a fact, because none of them <laughs> fell off. He, he tried, right. He trying to get trying to get all his little... Uh, I would assume that he'd have been like on... um, He'd have been the oops, I, I by accident leaked my sex tape type shit. Like, mm, I would have expected some shit from him. That's a fact. That's a <laughs> fact. Oh, man. But that's all we really got. Oh, Doom, why you nigga Kanye didn't pay the choir, bro? What's wrong with him, bro? What's wrong with him? You 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 you, 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 you denying this? What's up? I've been I've been I've been trying to think the whole pod on how I could defend him, but you can't. I ain't, I ain't got it. Pay the can't. Movie, man. Yeah, pay, pay the you movie. you talking especially, about after that Twitter rant he gave about contracts and shit. Yeah, especially right? especially since that and what that choir actually did for that little poo ass project because. Niggas was all That's into that Sunday project. service shit. Huh? Yeah. Without without that Jesus choir, king, let's keep it a bean, bro. Jesus is king wasn't fire at all. No trash. No, it was trash. trash. <laughs> the best part of it was the choir. Pay them people, man. What's wrong with you? And the fact that they had to sue you tells me that they asked you once, twice, three times, maybe even a fourth. I'd even say maybe even a fifth. They might have asked you at least five times, and you still didn't pay them. That's why he had to sue. That's why they had to sue. So they had no damn choice. They didn't have no choice. Pay them people, Kanye. You tripping, nigga. You is out your it's a mind. Bad look. <laughs> yeah, it's a real bad look. Doing your man down bad, bro. He talking about empowering artists. He he detailing them down himself. Right. That's tough. I, I can be my president and he don't pay people. What's wrong with I'm you? I'm dead. <laughs> I, I do I, I do want to say though that uh I think if it came down to it and he would have been able to be on all 50 state ballots. He probably would have got a mill votes. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Just he one mill. Yeah, not he probably crazy. Like it wouldn't have been nothing to like shock the world, but like I think he would have got a quick, a cool mill. I agree with that. I agree with that. That's that's that's. I don't think that's a hot take. I think that's a a perfectly placed take. Like like right there in the middle. Not hot. Not cool. That's that's right where we at. But that's all we got this week, ladies and gents. Doom, tell the people they can find you on social media, my brother. Hello, Doom, SJE, Instagram, and Twitter, man. Y'all fuck with me. Y'all go follow my brother, Doom, man. Brooklyn, tell the people where they can find you at on social media. You can find me on all social medias at where Brooklyn at. That's Brooklyn with a Q featuring the crying baby. You already know, and that's for marketing purposes because we're not trying to get sued. With that being said, let's get into the interview of the week with my guy, Pharaoh, and we're going to play for the song of the week. We got his new song, uh, Gold D. Roger Freestyle, so that's going to be on there right now. Y'all check that out, and then we're going to get into the interview with Pharaoh, and then we're going to have the NBA preview with Bros Who Ball right after that interview. So without, with that being said, let's Go get into all of that right now. Go Suns, nigga. Fuck the Suns. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the Suns, nigga. What's wrong with this nigga saying that into my fucking intro? Nigga, if anything, say Go Pels, nigga. But let's, let's, get, into the, let's get into the fucking shit right now. Hey. 
the Twitter the Twitter timeline. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like it doesn't really phase them as much. It's like it's like, oh, that's that's cool. One hundred percent. Okay, so before we get into the album, I gotta ask, I gotta get let the people who don't necessarily know your story let them into who Pharaoh is as an artist. So first off, a reason why I connect with you, you from the B, man. You from the Berry. Like I don't talk I to a lot from... of niggas. I don't talk to a lot of niggas from the Berry. So it's 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 fire <laughs> when I see people people hustling from the Berry. Yeah, man, I am from that B town. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, I'm from, you know, I'm from back of town. You know, by the bowling alley, Fontaloo Street. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's where I'm from. I went to Nish. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so you was on the you was on the Nish side. <laughs> See, I was on the Westgate side. Okay, all right, yeah, you was all right. I was on the Gate yeah, side. Man, I went to Nish. Okay, hell yeah. So, okay, so what got you into rapping? When did you start rapping? Um. I mean, as far as like hip hop, my interest in hip hop kind of started. I didn't like hip hop at first. I actually didn't like hip hop at all as a, as a young kid. Like I didn't really like gravitate towards it because I don't know. I was I was a very good kid. Like mm-hmm. I was very good, well to do kid, and it was like the gangster lyrics and the, the, the you know what I'm saying stuff like that. But uh, it more or less came from my love for words and mm-hmm. wordplay and the poetry. Gotcha. And then as I got older. You know, I started learning about the world, you know, things that, you know, what happens in the world. And I feel like certain things need to be spoken on. And this was, I felt the best way you can connect with people or at least my contemporaries and my peers, you know. Mm-hmm. 100%. And that's something that I really like about your music. Your music has a message. And now that you say that, it makes a lot of sense why your album sounds like that. You're a poet at heart. Like, that's what you are. You, 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 you're a poet laureate of the of the old fashion of people in England going to tell people like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with our community? And they would do it through poetry and, and singing that shit. So that's, that's what you are. And that's, that's what the content that you give, at least to me shows. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's like, what, see what inspired me to actually rap and change my perception was, uh, was Lupe Fiasco. Mm. You know, Lupe Fiasco is my favorite, my favorite artist. You know? I fuck with that. So I'm, you know, as like a, you know, I'm in like, you know, middle school and stuff. I'm listening to, you know, his first like couple of albums, you know, he's had songs like Little Weapon, where he's rapping from the perspective of like a a a, a child rebel soldier in a, in the Middle East or something like that. And you know, and he, he like he 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 was the way he would personify people yep. and give life to and voice to things that you might not have had life or voice before, you know. Oh, this is go- this gonna be a fun one. I'm excited. See, I didn't even know any of this about you because I-, I fuck with Lupe Fiasco. I think Lupe is one of the hardest lyricists out, like doing this shit. So, okay, this is interesting. What's your favorite Lupe album? My favorite Lupe album. Um, you see, now I'm not gonna seem like a Lupe fan for this, but it's actually Tetsuo and You. Honestly, fuck yeah, that it's shit. Tetsuo and You. Yo, and Tetsuo I- and You is so hard and so underrated. N- niggas don't talk about that album it's enough. Like- is is my favorite album. I feel like he delivered his best work later in his career, and people like. But I mean, and that's not to even discredit the cool. That's cool what I'm about to say. The cool is like my the one that I always say when niggas who aren't Lupe fans ask right. me. But like now that you say Ted, I'm so happy you said that because I love that right. fucking album. Yeah, because I feel like Mural, that first that long song in the beginning, I feel like that is one of the greatest lyrical <laughs> masterpieces yes, ever written in the history of rap. Yes, sir. I've never heard anything like it. <laughs> I agree 1,000% with you. So, okay, so how, being that, okay, you come from the school of, you want to inform, you love lyrics, you love the words, 
how does that affect you being a rapper in 2020? Being, um, being in the, the mumble rap microwave SoundCloud era that we are in the streaming I, era. I feel like I feel like I'm in an untapped lane. Mm. I feel like I feel like there's a lane that I have a vision for that hasn't been touched yet, you know? Because I feel like no one's ever I feel like people ain't given the the righteousness and the knowledge as aggressive or as raw or or in the same way that it's easy to digest. You know what I'm saying? And now, while things, while we're reading this every day and everyone's outraged about this, that, that, and that, I feel like now is the time to speak that, you know? I feel like it's a better time than ever. No, 100%. And and with that being said, let's get an album. I'm going to just jump into one song that, because it's on my mind, because this is the song that, like, keeps playing back when I listen to it, just because of the time that we in, I think it's, and it goes to your point of how you want to simplify the... I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to phrase this the wrong way. How you want to simplify the ideas for people to digest, but still make the ideas relevant and impactful. I think you did that in BLM. And I know, I know mm-hmm. I'm supposed to start these interviews off at the top, but I got to start off with something that just makes sense to this conversation. Talk right, to me right, about, right. about BLM and why, why you tried to make this song upbeat, aggressive, and it just works. Cause I'm just bobbing my head. I'm like, wait, this nigga saying real ass shit. How did, how did making this song, uh, uh, come about and just how did what, what what's going on impact this song um see that's a song that did come later in the process of that album that was one of the that was either the last or second to last song that i did okay the project, uh, that i recorded actually yeah that i recorded and made the beat i made the beat and recorded it way at the end one of the last ones and uh when I made the beat, you know what I'm saying? I, I wanted to make something aggressive, but I didn't know what direction I was going to go with it. And then once I actually got the sound that I was looking for, it was like this, the vision that I have for this song, what it makes me think about is like, you know, you know like if I go to do a show, you know what I'm saying? I, and there's, there's all these kids in the crowd and whatnot, you know what I'm saying? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make these kids turn up to some conscious music. Hell and they're yeah. not even gonna realize what's going on until they sit down later. That's what like, I, I. That's what I'm saying. I, I didn't realize till I'm driving. The real. That's what I. One thing you did that because I'm driving, bobbing my head. I'm like, oh, this shit hard. I'm jamming, and then all of a sudden I hear, I hear lyrics, and I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, okay, he's saying something on this. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of the bait and switch, you know. Like I'm, it, it starts off. I'm just kind of rapping some like some regular stuff you would expect from some like. But then I'm then I kind of go left and I take it into the is the is to draw you in is the clickbait. I'm giving you this, but I'm actually giving you this. One hundred percent. You know, I'm 100%. showing you the picture of the the girl with a fat ass. But then it's about to cut away from that girl with the fat ass, and now you about to see some real shit going on. You know, you the nigga, <laughs> you the nigga with the book. Wow, you know the you know the Twitter thing where the, where the girl about to lift her titties and the nigga with the Bible hit the thing. Yeah, like ah. <laughs> <laughs> One hundred percent. Well, I had to start off there just because I felt that song was so impactful. And before we go any further, I want to get your take on just because I think this is this goes hand in hand with the album. Before we talk about anything else, being that we started this way, I want to get your take on what's been going on in the country. I know you speak on it for the album, but just for people to hear just how you feel and 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 where you stand. Uh. I mean, man, there's a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> no, for sure, for sure, for sure. And, and, and put it in terms of just the, the uh, just government, 
Yeah, and what from happened a with, with aspect? from from a what happened with George Floyd, and then how we progressed to where we are today, kind of where okay. we are today. Yeah. All right. If we approaching it from just the systemic oppression yeah. aspect of it, then you know, it's is is visual now. Everybody gets to see it. I honestly don't even think it's not even a matter of police killings being at an all time high or or. Is 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 so much worse than it was a long time. It was actually not as bad as maybe in the eighties. <laughs> like it's yeah. only getting. It's actually we're actually in the, in a better time. Like it's only gonna get. This is a time thing. Yeah. It took it took a lot of time for racism to be imprinted into the country, and it's gonna take that same amount of time for it to, to get out. Be. Yeah. America 100%. has been racist longer than it has been not racist. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So it's. And I, I feel like with as far as George Floyd, that was just another example of something for us to see. You gotta rock, you gotta look at this. This is gonna be on Twitter. You know, a bunch of kids are gonna post it, the black kids are gonna post it, the white kids are gonna post it, everybody's gonna be upset about it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's it, there. You can't run a, run from it. And people, black people in positions of power are starting to show their support for that. It's those things are gonna move. That's why you gotta protect people like LeBron James, you know. Because they hate that. 1,000%. <laughs> and, and see, that's... I'm glad you said him because I was one of them dudes that I used to give Bron a hard time because of his on-the-court shit. And, like, you know how that is with when you a basketball mm -hmm. fan. But then me, at growing up, I had to be like, nah, man, Bron doing a lot of shit that's more important than just him dribbling yeah. basketball. Like, I, 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 I had to give Bron his flower. It, it, it's like, I'm not, do, I'm not hating on that man no more. I can't do that. Like, based upon on-the-court shit, when what he doing off-the-court means so much more to just black youth, and, and youth in general. It's like he, yeah, I think he's such a tastemaker. Like he can pick any rapper, and like you see what happened when Doughboy. You see how LeBron posted some Doughboy, and now Doughboy went. Yeah. Like you see how like when LeBron listens to a song, it go it goes. Like you see how when he talks about an artist, like he can, he's the biggest A and R in the world. Like yeah, he, you don't realize that. No. He can do that. Like you know, but he's he's letting it be known that yeah, I'm black and I'm not a hoodlum. I probably have more money than you. I'm more successful than you. My son's probably going to the NBA. My kids are doing better than your kids. And guess what? This is how I feel. Yep. I'm not broke. I'm not, I'm not even, you know, coming from the bottom or coming from a, you know, like a I'm not an underling, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. I'm up here, I'm powerful, and this is what I'm behind. And know? I'm and I'm black and I'm proud of it. One thousand percent. One thousand, one thousand, one thousand. Okay, so uh, before we even go any further, like like I said, they got a lot we got to cover before we get into the album because I think it makes sense to paint the picture of you. I love the sense of you are aggressively pro-black, and that does not mean you are against other races. No, I think it means you are against racism, and you see yes. that with things like your title, your Twitter handle of how I'm 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 killing uh clan members. We beating yes. up clan. We beating up races. Talk to me about that approach because I think it's I think you need to. Because I understand it, but for people out there who, who may think, oh, Pharaoh is against other races, right. no, no, ex right. explain that to them. Right, all right. What I'm talking about is, I, I did that specifically so people could ask that question. Now, this is the, this is the, the thought process behind that. So much black music, right? So much mm -hmm. hip-hop, rap music. We are talking about all this aggression towards... Niggas, Each other. Yeah. Quote unquote niggas. You know, I'm gonna do something to these niggas. Well, yep. the niggas I'm talking about is these clan members. I'm gonna talk about shooting somebody in my song. I'm gonna shoot at a clansman. I'm not gonna, you know what I'm saying? No, I, I feel that. Comes from. 
I'm gonna shoot at one of these proud boys. They want to shoot at me. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about like just general violence. Yes. Yeah. Don't just walk to your nearest police station and throw a Molotov cocktail in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're but not preaching that. I'm saying what I am saying is that if it devolves to that, if it escalates to that, and that's what it has to be, if it's a situation where it's us against them, is the proletariat bourgeois situation going on or the 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 South versus the North, some civil war type situation, this is the theme music for that. 100%. I feel that. No, 1,000%. And, and I think that needs to be said because it's not... It's 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 not that you are against other people. It's it's, it's against people that hate other people. That's right. what it is. And, and at yeah. the end of the day, it, you need to you need to pro- project that. Like, nah, man, we're not for this racist shit. Not like it's we're not. When, yeah. uh, and and this is no disrespect to, my, to our parents' generation because when I say this, it's we're not tolerating that shit anymore. We're just not. We're not. And and a lot of white people aren't tolerating that shit anymore. Facts. And like, and I think and I think that's the. I think that's the, in, as much as it's important for us not to tolerate it, it's the fact that they're changing their minds. It's that, just it, as important. Because yeah. that's the people whose hearts have to change is white people's hearts. Like, it's the, the oppressor. When yep. the hearts of the children, when the children of the oppressor begin to change, that's, that's we're not going to change these old white people that have been like yep. this all their life. These people that they granddaddy on slate. We're not going to change their mind. We're not going to change these people that's already in the Ku Klux Klan. We can't change their kids. Yep. I can't reach these people. They're not trying to hear me, but I can reach their sons and daughters. 1,000%. We're doing this for the future, you know? It's the long play. It is. And I feel like, man, like, there's a lot of white people that's that's on the BLM. It's not like this is something. White people helped me make this album. Like, like the Nick Grant produced the Gold D. Roger freestyle. Nick Grant also produced Black Terrorists. <laughs> so, so no, see, and, and that stuff, that, and, and and that stuff that I wanna, I want, I, I wanted you to say because if if people just go in and listen to it, they, I don't want right. them to have a pre a misconceived notion of who <laughs> Pharaoh is as a person because you're right, multi right, right. you're multi layered, and I and I, I knew you're multi layered before coming into this. And now talking to you, I know you're even more multi-layered than I even anticipated. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> so, okay, so talk to me. Let's now we can get into the album. Now that we got the backdrop set up, the intro. Right, right, right. And I, I thought the intro was so clever because you start, you start doing all this. You just talking on beat, and I'm like, <laughs> "What this nigga doing, man?" I'm like, did I make, <laughs> I'm like, "Did I make the wrong choice? I thought this nigga could rap." And then, and then you hit him with, "Oh, y'all thought y'all thought y'all y'all don't think I can rap, huh? Y'all just y'all I'm just do, just doing all this talking shit. When this nigga gonna start rapping? And then right. boom, you jump in it's and the just bait and That's all I was saying earlier. Is I'm giving you one thing and I'm gonna hit you with something completely different right after. What was what was the thought process of doing that with your intro just to 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 get us in that like, huh? What's going on? And then boom, because you you got you hooked me in line and sinker. Right. Is the the thought with the intro was like it was really just I made the beat and the beat was so fire. It's like I really could just say anything on this beat. <laughs> I really love this beat so much, but I really just wanted to introduce the project. I wanted to give some little obscure inklings of what's to come. I wanted to kind of throw a little paint on the wall, you know, Got you. and just give people like, okay, you saying, okay, Black Lives Matter, nigga. Arrest the pigs who kill Brianna. Get like, like I, I wanted to introduce these concepts on the first song, 
but I also wanted to keep it light and keep it playful so that people don't know what's coming next. Cause I knew that next song was gonna be Black Terrors, which is which is me and my, my man Bando Shardy spitting some straight heat, you know? Yeah, 100 And I knew that I was gonna be like, okay, this is serious. He this this is what this is for real. And you you, know? de- you definitely accomplished that. I I, I kind of uh equated to like when you're writing a, when you're writing like a, a thesis paper or a term paper and you and you give them that little intro and it's like yeah I'm gonna I'm slide my thesis in there so y'all know it's coming but I'm not gonna hit y'all over the head with the with the big with the major points yet mm-hmm. so okay uh let's get uh, before we get into the uh the next thing with with bando you talked about producing a lot of this how much did you produce and and talk to me just about being Pharaoh the producer and do you enjoy that more than rapping just give me give me that sense of of, of the creative process. Uh, as far as the production, I produce, I produce everything except uh, Black Terrorist is Nick Grand, and uh, Goldie Roger Freestyle is Nick Grand, and uh, I think I did. I think I did. I is that ever? I want to check the track list, but I'm not gonna do that right now. But one, I'm pretty look, sure. Look, I got it up. Which one? Which one are you talking about? Because they got the intro, the origin, Black Terrors, BLM. I made that. You made the intro. I made that. The, the intro, okay. And then we yes, got I made the, the intro. The origin. I made that. BLM. I, I made that. Rebels Commanders with Lamont. That was produced by Lord Fubu. Okay. I, I, see, that's the one I didn't want to forget. Okay, all right. That that beat, Lord Fubu, right? Mm-hmm. Lord Fubu is this cold ass producer. He he produces for like ASAP Ant, right? Okay. Now, ASAP Ant from a- the dude who had, had that really bad verse on Bad Salt. I know. But then he got about. really really good later in his career. <laughs> yeah, Lord Fubu produces for that guy, and like you know what I'm saying. Who is the artist I really like? By the way, I'm not yeah. trying to throw no shade at ASAP. Oh no, Ant, I, I fuck I with ASAP Ant. Low key, I but like ASAP Ant got relationships with one of my one of my closest friends. Shout out to. Uh, yeah. Jesse Slater or Lil Art Ho, whatever y'all know him as. But yeah, so... Right, right, right. So I don't want to throw no shade at ASAP Inc. But Lord Fubu, I started buying little beats here and there from Lord Fubu a while back. Like, Lord Fubu is also the person that made 22, which mm. is always, like, the first song I perform at all my shows. Got you. So I definitely love his production. He's also done work for, like, Divine Council. He made uh, Dick and the Dope for Silk Money. Like... He's dope. Like, so I have a lot more stuff coming with him too. Cool. You know? So, okay. So how do you determine I'm going to get, I'm going to work with Laura Fuba. I'm going to work with Nick compared to just doing my own beats. Um, as far as Laura Fubu, that was just a genuine, I discovered this artist through other more popular artists I was listening to. And I, and I found link. out that it was cheap to work with him. And yeah. <laughs> that's how it came about, you know? Like Lord Fubu was selling the beats for like twenty bucks. I was like, man, this dude's about to blow up. Yeah, (laughs) let me buy these before he gets signed, which he did. (laughs) (laughs) Now I got something fire. Nick Grand, that was that was a very that just came about organically. I remember I was, I think I was at a show. I think I did a show in uh, in Lafayette. I forgot where at. Uh, I don't know if it was at Wingfingers. I was gonna say it might have been Bisbanos because I remember right. we was doing all of that shit. It wasn't. It wasn't back then. This was later. This mm. was post Bisbanos era. Okay. This is, this, this is later. Um. So then it could have been like it could have been Wingfingers, like you said. Or what's that? Uh, the Boom Boom Room. One of, one of them things. There. I forgot the exact venue, but it was uh my man Lucid Dreams. 
Shout out. Willingly rejected. The squad. WR. You already know what it is. But he introduced me to Nick Grant. We was just telling you, it was like, yo, this dude's tight. Like, check him out. And I had performed that night, too. And, you know, Nick was like, oh, yo, bro, you dope. Da, da, da. We got cool like that. We start making music, man. Uh, a lot more stuff with Nick Grant's going to come, too. Hell yeah. You know, okay. you know, Nick Grant. Nick Grant's amazing. That dude's a, a workaholic. He has Fuck an yeah. unmatched work work ethic like I have never seen before in a human being. That that's a fact. Without without Nick, this podcast doesn't exist. That's a fact. I attribute he is one of the founding members of this show. And shout out to my yeah. shout out to my bro, my brother for life, man. Nick Nick hooked all this up. But okay, so I want to get. In, I'm a, I'm gonna ask you my willing re, willingly rejected question in a second. So, but you're still not telling me. Do you enjoy producing more or rapping? More? Oh, all right, all right, all right. As far as the producing and rapping, oh. Uh, let me see. I can't really... It, it, it's kind of a, a timing thing. I feel like uh, rapping came rapping came about kind of naturally. You know what I'm saying? Because I was always doing the things with words. Like, I was always, like, very advanced with words like, as a child. Mm-hmm. Like, my dad, like, he would sit me down and read me, a, like, a lot, a lot of books. And he would point... He'd make sure to point at every word mm-hmm. as he read it to me. So I learned how to read at a very young age. And uh, like when I was in like the, when I was in like the the third or fourth grade, I had like a ninth grade reading level already. Like, like I was always that's pop like put with words and and writing and reading and stuff like that. So that came about real natural. I was always a poet. I could always do that. So, I mean, that's kind of a genuine love because that's the message. So I kind of might slightly prefer the rap to the production, but the production is something is one of the things I just genuinely just gravitated to. Like, I just found this, okay, this, I'm going to just mess with this program and figure out how to make these beats because I'm not formally trained in music. Yeah. I can't, I can't read music. Like, I used to kind of can read music, but I can't, I don't have a fluent understanding of how to read music, you know? I'm just kind of a, I play everything by, by ear. By ear, yeah. Got yes. you. Got you, 100%. So let's get into the, uh, the song with Bando, Black Terrorist. Talk to me about that, the message on that, and what you was trying to achieve with that. Because when you when you read the word black terrorist, it, it sends a, a thought in your mind. Yeah. Um, as far as black terrorists, I feel like that's a is a is a is a crazy concept because we haven't ever seen really any black terrorists like in the, in, in like ever. Like, you know what I'm saying? As much as and as much as they want to, and they want to call the people they think are quote unquote <laughs> black terrorists, like like a Fred right. Hampton or a Ma, not, nah, bro, them, them niggas like, just fighting for us. Yeah, like we never, we never seen like like really black people that were just at large doing things to like <laughs> yeah. to terrorize any particular group of people. At least not on the level of we've seen like white people, but we've never they don't call white people terrorists though. You they know don't. what I'm saying? So like, I wanted to, I wanted this to be an opportunity for us to like. To, to be aggressive, to spit, like, some real, like, like in-your-face type of lyrics. And I wanted to say stuff that was going to frighten uh, racists, basically. <laughs> That's what it, it was like. It's like, it's like, it's, it's terrorists with no head rap, revolutionary rap champ. Like, a terrorist with no head rap means I'm among you. You can't, you don't know who to look for. Yep. Terrorists with no head rap. You don't know who's coming. Like, I'm saying... Uh, making blood spill. It's a mass shooting at the Klan rally. Battle uphill, dump a mineral water like an oil spill. Like, like, I, like when I'm when I'm doing that, it's like, it's just it's just giving you it's painting a picture of attacks against the enemy, and I perceive the the Klan is the enemy. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, like everybody, like white supremacists groups and all that. Y'all fall all in the same 
and you can you can take all these songs as disses towards y'all. Is basically what that is. One hundred percent. One hundred hundred percent. That's what I'm doing with that. What made and, you choose uh Bando and, and Lamont as your two features on this on this project? Uh Bando Bando's from New Iberia. Bando is is actually like uh, my friend in real life. Like this is my homie. And like, uh, I mean, Bando. Bando just Bando was just there when we made the song. Like it just so happened we was in the studio. We was at Nick Grand's house, and uh, Bando was just there with me. And Nick Grand played us the beat, and we just uh, and we just and we just jumped on there and spit what we felt, you know. One hundred percent. There's a. Like, I just I just had a crazy that idea. Just that came about organically. I, I, if Nick is watching this, Nick, there's a documentary to be made about what happened at your house. And we need to yes. talk about that. There's a documentary oh. to be made about all the niggas that then went through to that house yes. and made music. I just want to let you know that we should make something happen. Because, like, there's too many stories of people coming on this show and telling me how it originated at your house. Man, look, I'm going to tell you like this. Nick Grant is the DJ screw of Lafayette, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a that's a take. That's a take. That's a take. That's a hot take. Like. But he deserves it. He deserves it. He deserves it. He deserves it. 1,000%. Okay, so like. then we get to... Uh, we, we talked about BLM a little bit. This is the one that, this is the one that mean a lot to me. We're we going to get into our anime talk in a little bit after we get the business taken care of. But that goal D. Roger freestyle. Hard. Talk to me about... I, I want to ask you this. Because... It's funny. There's rappers who get who get terminal terminal. Um, there's rappers who get defined as anime rappers. You right. do not get that definition, but the bars in there are from a seasoned manga reader. I'm not just saying one of them niggas that's like Naruto Uchiha. Shout out to Trippy Red. I'm talking right. like this nigga reads every week. Right, right. See, that just comes from. See, that's just genuine, like. Me rapping like my reference material is gonna be, you know, and what you I consume. With. Yeah, and I'm not a big, I'm not a big TV watcher. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. So you're not gonna get a lot of the references from popular TV shows or movies. Me, you know? Yeah, because I don't watch a lot of popular TV. You know, I'm. I, I read a lot. I read a lot of manga. You know, I'm on YouTube. I'm a YouTube type of person. You know, that's like. So that's why a lot of my references going is just drawing from like what my taste is. You know. And I've been a, a manga fan for a minute, but like, I don't, I don't, that's why I was saying my lane, my lane is just kind of untapped into, because even though I delve into the, the, the manga, and the, the manga, my real lane is actually, you know, more in line with the, my, my pro-black revolutionary and just rapping like myself and my personal feelings, more like what I did on my first project on Swamp. Yeah. That's more what the direction my music is going towards, you know? But the anime is always going to be an aspect of it because it's something that I'm genuinely into in real life and have been since I was a very young child. Goes back to your Lupe influence. Now that you say that, it makes so much Lupe, sense. Lupe, man, Lupe is the first rapper I ever heard rap about anime. And like, I always, people always have this common, like this conversation, like Soldier Boy, da 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 da. Yep. But it's like, man, I heard. Like I, I was hearing Lu Lupe, like was the first person I ever heard rapping about Lupin the Third and Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that. I like, agree. Way in the early two thousands. I yep, like, I'm with you. Two thousand four five type shit. Like before you know? Soldier Boy and Lil B. I always right. say that, and, and niggas always like, nah, nah. You know they never want to hear that though. Yeah. Like, they don't, don't want to hear that. Like, like this nigga was the king of Street Fighter, talking about Street Fighter in the fucking in the fucking cool and and fucking food and liquor part one, nigga. Bro, so, did you see the? He he did some thing. He like he played against like the one best. of the top Street Fighter players in the world and beat him. his ass. Like, 
cooked. I'm like, whoa. I always think that, bro, I, don't get me started on how I always think that, like, all these niggas that's really out there really doing it, like, I don't know, man. I could take you to some hoods and just we could get some fighting games going and them niggas might beat some of them best people in the world. I truly believe that. Because the hood got yeah. some great video game fighter players. Like, niggas don't like to talk about their love for, like, anime and video games, but that's really, right. like, tied into black the black culture. And I right. would argue that the reason why anime is as big as it is in America right now is because of black people. Yeah. We made, like, it's because the, it's, that's how, it, bro, if you notice, every new little wave that comes along, it comes from hip-hop and it comes from black people doing, remember, it's, it's like skating, which also ties back into Lupe Fiasco, crazily. It's why right. I be telling people Lupe Fiasco is the GOAT. Like, like, the skating wave, you know what I'm saying? Like, kick, push, kind of, it got that ball rolling, but then when Tyler, the creator, and those guys start coming out, they took that to the next level, to and the, next the kids level. started and, and to really get with it. And then you get Wayne doing his thing, 1,000%. You got Wayne doing it, and that's when it's like, okay, skating is like forever in hip-hop now. 1,000. you know? Skate culture and hip-hop culture intertwined. Now it's going to be the same thing with anime, you know? Yep. Now that we got Megan Thee Stallion, you know what I'm saying? We got... We got, Michael you know, B. Jordan got doing Sauce Walker. Yeah. Big like we got Sauce Walker getting shuriken iced out shuriken chains. <laughs> like $1, this cost a hundred thousand dollars and it was inspired <laughs> by Sasuke. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, with Gold D. Roger Freestyle, do you consider yourself Gold D. Roger? Do you consider yourself Luffy? And I know this is a deep cut for people that don't know anime. Just bear with mm. us. Do I feel like I'm more Gold D. Roger? I feel like I'm more. I feel like I'm more Luffy and Roger because Goldie Roger is very accomplished. I'm not a, I'm not as accomplished, I, f- I feel, enough to say, like, I'm already Goldie Roger. I'm someone that has a journey to make still. 100%. I feel like I still have higher levels to reach, you know? You, you ain't battled the Yonko yet. I ain't fought the Yonko yet. 100%. You know? 100%. And I also feel like by the end of the story, Luffy's going to be greater than Goldie Roger. Facts. I agree with that. I went I'm Goldie Roger. I'm already at a cap. Yeah, you limit yourself. There's a ceiling. 100%. Okay, I got you. Then next we get to Rebel Commanders with Lamont. This is perfect, just you and Lamont coming in, pro-black, doing y'all thing. Talk to me about this one. This this is another one. This was a, uh, this one, this one we wasn't actually in the studio together, dude. We sent this one back and forth. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, me and Lamont, I remember when I knew I was going to, I knew I had to do a song with Lamont, once he did this show, he did some shit at this show, some amazing shit. Some of the most amazing shit I've ever seen, bro. We was at, I don't know if it was, I think it was Blue Moon, right? I think it was at a Rejected Art Show, a really Rejected Rejected Art Show, I think. And he did some shit where he's rapping, he's spitting his shit right, he's on stage. And like, the, the crowd wasn't hype enough. So he made everybody in the crowd get on stage and he got off the stage and rapped to everybody on the stage while he in the crowd by himself. That's crazy. <laughs> like, and it was live as hell. Like, it was crazy. <laughs> like, like, it was insane. It was just so far. I'm like, yeah, but we got to work, bro. We got to do. And then he, you know, the subject matter of his stuff is, is it aligned with what, what I'm doing, you know? Yeah. He's a very, you know, we was on the same wavelength with it, you know? So we def- we probably going to do some more stuff too down the line, man. 100%. But a lot of love for Lamont. That's a real dude. Got a lot of respect for him. For sure. Most deaf. And he did, you know, he came in and, you know, he did. R- yeah, he R- RPG 10, that's on my RPG. I don't fear shit if it bleed red. Like, <laughs> 100%. How do, you, 
How do you feel when you get in that, like, that mode where it's like, all right, I got one of these rappers, like a Lamont or a Bando on it, and it's like, nah, y'all not about to kill me on my track. How important is that to you? Like, the, 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 the competitiveness of, of rap. Um, the competitiveness? See, the competitiveness is there. You know, I don't never feel insecure in my verse. I feel like when I, when I rap, it's a combination. I'm giving a good balance of lyricism and subject matter to where I want you to feel my verse. I feel like no matter what level of lyricism a person comes on, the message and the power behind my words is going to keep me up. Yeah, I can keep up with anybody, I feel, you know? 100%. So it's like, I'm never scared of getting killed. On my, I want the best people that's going to rap. I want somebody to come try and kill me on my own song. Like, you know, that's why Jalen Quinn is on slide. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I do, I think Jalen Quinn has the better verse slightly. Like, lyrically, I think he has the better verse on that song, you know? Who we gonna get to that one? Because that's that's a hard one. Shout out to my nigga Jalen, man. I fuck with Jalen. Heavy. Okay, so so we got that. We got those tracks. And then all right, let's get to the next one. Is uh Exalted Cyclops and King of Kin or, or King of Quinn from the that's the kingdom reference. I I one thousand percent. Talk to me mm-hmm. about those two tracks. I, I'm a I'm a King of Kin fan, but Exalted Cyclops, the beat on that is fucking hard. All right, Exalted Cyclops, that that is a very like from the title, it starts with the title. It's called Exalted Cyclops because what an exalted cyclops is, is I want to say it's like the third or fourth highest rank in the KKK. Oh, see, I, I'm i glad you said that because I didn't know if you was talking about like uh, Greek mythology or the X-Men. <laughs> I didn't know which way we was going with it. Right, right, right. Right. An exalted cyclops is like is a very high ranking position in the KKK. I want to say they're the people that like that scout and bring people into the the fold okay. of the cake. If I'm not mistaken, I don't I don't know. But. I mean, to hell with whatever y'all shit is. I don't, like, but it's something like that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm basically, and then the song, I'm talking about Clay Higgins and Donald Trump, you know? And what y'all do, y'all strengthen the KKK with how y'all handle y'all business, especially Clay Higgins. Like, he's very like, oh yeah, we, we want to start this war off. I'm ready to go to war. I'm ready to get violent and kill some niggers, like. Yeah, and then when the people, and then when the, and then when the people came to town, he had to fucking crawl back under his rock. Yeah, it's like they get like the NFAC comes to town and they got they he sends in an apology letter. Oh, we're we're not we're we were just bullshitting and uh, <laughs> so. and that and that's problematic in itself because it's like you said it's like you you niggas are just using racism as a tactic to win elections and to get popularity yeah. and that and but y'all don't realize the the actual harm that you're doing because mm-hmm. these groups are using y'all as fucking puppets. Yep, and you just don't realize it's like. You're riling these people and you're going to hype these proud boys up to do something that's going to cause not black people, but the U.S. military <laughs> to bust their ass. Like, that's what, that's what y'all do. And, 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 and that's what I don't think they realize. They, they don't realize that the U.S. military will fuck y'all up. They don't give up. Yeah, it's like, what y'all, y'all trying to start this war. Y'all think like you're like, like they're going to fight with y'all. On, yeah, the military is on your side, but Biden won, bro. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like you, you don't want Biden to win. It's like, okay, you go to the White House. You do that and watch what happens. To <laughs> when the Coast Guard, when the fucking, nat- uh, what, whatever the fucking American, be- I think it's the Coast I don't. I think it's the Coast Guard or Natural Guard, whatever that fuck that shit is. Them niggas going to pull in them tanks and shoot you, niggas. <laughs> bro, they just going to get their ass bust from the goddamn stage to the door. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh like, shit! So, so what's up with King of Kin or King of 
I think it's Ken or Keen or whatever, however you pronounce it. All right. It. And I'm glad you did that because, all right, the name King of Ken, Ken being spelled Q-I-N, that's the, that's the Ken dynasty of China. That's a kingdom yep. reference. Yep. Yeah, that's a, that's a kingdom manga reference. Uh, Kingdom's my favorite manga. You me and you don't me. I feel like me and you the only two niggas in Lafayette that's rocking with Kingdom. And I know that's like a, a a fucking blanket statement, and it's probably not true. But you the only me and you the only two niggas on Twitter that I know talk about Kingdom. Bro, man, Kingdom is so good, man. My homie, uh, Dirty Fireworks. Uh, he he introduced me to Kingdom. Right, Dirty Fireworks is awesome, but he don't make enough music. <laughs> I want y'all to hear his music, but he hasn't released it. But just trust me. He can rap. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but he introduced me, he introduced me to Kingdom. And uh, and it was like, man, this is amazing. Like, and, and the story is uh is is about King A State of Ken, you know what I'm saying? And 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 you know, I feel like he's a representation of someone making the best of their situation, doing mm-hmm. what they have to do, and Throughout the story, he finds a way to do right by the people closest to him, even in situations where it's kind of difficult to. Yep, he always stay true and loyal to his, to his people. Right, and that's kind of what the that's kind of the direction I was going with the song. I'm rapping about the people close to me and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I really, you know, I like the you know the beat. I made that beat too. The vibe to it is is very like you know what I'm saying. It, it gives you. It had to be an emotional, so I had to have some emotion, some depth to the song, you know. I think I that was your most like interest, that was your most introspective song of the album. I think. Yeah, where it was the other songs are about the message and and stuff going on in the world. This is about more so you. Mm-hmm. It, like this it, is a song that could have easily went on my previous project, Swamp. One hundred percent. Is that something you're looking to do with the next project? Get more into you or, or are we staying more so about talk uh, being a, a, a commentator on the world? Um, the next project, um, I think, and, and I not think to, and, and not for me to rush you into another project. That's not. That's just. Right. I'm just trying to see your vibe going into where we going right. next. I mean, the next one is kind of like a. It, it, it's it's going to be both to to some degree. It's just a matter of how much which way this you lean. one or that one. But it, yeah. it's going to exist in both the same way it did in this one. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I definitely have to keep commenting on what's going on. Like. It just may, it might not be as politically charged and it might, you know, venture into different realms of what's going on in the world, you know? 100%. Like, I, I, I want to talk about, I got a lot of stuff to say, you know, and a lot of stuff that I, I feel like I can, I can speak on. Yeah. And I, like, I feel like I can get into more personal, interpersonal relations with people, how people act, how you interact with people. I haven't even gotten into that bag yet completely, you know? Yeah. I'm ready for that because I want to see you with your, your, your thoughts on just how we are as a society with, and how we mm-hmm. deal with each other. I think that would be an interesting project from Pharaoh, 1000%. So King of Kin, I think it's interesting that you name it that. And I think it's interesting of what you said about how the king stays loyal to his people. You could look at mm-hmm. that as a, on a personal level or you could look at that as a level of a whole because the king of kin is concerned about China's well-being and concerned about his constituents and people inside of his government. Could I look at that as saying of, and I think it goes back to your message of how in a normal rap, we're talking about killing niggers, quote unquote. And I'm going to say it mm-hmm. like how you said it, because I think it's important to say it that way. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this, you're talking about, uh-uh, I'm killing the enemy. Is, is there a way to look at the king of kin in a sense of how, because I think you could be both Shin and the king in the way of being Shin of your come up as a rapper, but more so as the king and looking at how you view the African-American right. community as a whole. 
that is a great way to look at it. That is one way you can perceive it, you know, because it's, you know, with say the king being the king and Shin being the sword of the king, you know what yep. I'm saying? But you're acting as one. They're really working as one unit, you know what I'm saying? To strike down the opposition. and But it's ultimately for the purpose of unifying everyone. 100%. We striking down this opposition. So, we striking down the racists so that white people and black people can come together. Mm, I think that's, the, that's the hardest. Bar, that's the hardest bar these, of this pod. These people are the cancer, is what people got to understand. I'm not. It's not against white people or anything against. That's not what it's about. It's about the cancerous ones, the people who spread hate, who spread lies, who want to deny history, who you know what I'm saying, who don't want mm. change. Yep. You know what I'm saying. That's 100%. what. That's what I'm speaking about, you know? 100%. And now let's finish it off with Jalen Quinn, man. This, that, yeah, that nigga ate. Like, that was, a, but you ate too. Let me not, let me not, wait, wait. Let's not do this. You niggas both ate. That was, that's, right. a, that's a song right there. Right. Jalen Quinn, Jalen Quinn, man. Like, I remember I linked up with Jalen Quinn. Like, we had, a, we ended up doing a show together at, uh, that was like that was at the Bisbano's days. That was that was from that like back then. I want to say it was a was it a Steve's Tober a Paulie Steve's Tober. I could have been. That's what it was, and we both performed that night. And uh, and it was like you know what I'm saying. Like I already knew who he was. You know what I'm saying. I'd already heard uh, uh, with no help from you was already out. So I'm already knowing. I'm already a fan of his. You know what I'm saying. Like so, and I actually. I'd actually seen him earlier, but wasn't sure it was him. I mm-hmm. saw him at Wing Fingers before, you know. I, I didn't, but I didn't realize that was him, you know. But um, we both performed. He he, he had performed before me. I didn't catch his performance. I caught like the end of it, and then uh, you know. But he saw my whole my whole shit, you know. And I get off stage, he was like, "Bro, that was tight as fuck." You know what I'm saying? Take my number, blah blah blah. You know, we exchanged numbers. You know, we stayed in contact. And uh, you know, I, I I recorded my verse at Nick's crib. Um, he sent he sent the, he sent the verse over to uh to Jalen. He recorded his. I then Homer sent it back. Got back to me and ended on the project. It was what it was. And yeah, like it was it was just that was just heat. That's all I can say about that song. That's all. And it's the it's, it's, it's the perfect way to close the album. That flame. I said I spit some flame. I'm gonna go find the person that. Can match I that. feel like is, I'm confident it's going to spit some equal level flame. And well, that's what he got damn did. <laughs> 1,000%. 1,000%. Before we get into just the, the funness of the pod where we get to what you like and, and that type of shit, uh, talk to me about just because we've mentioned so many names in, in this pod of just people in Lafayette who are creating. And I think if you look at it as a whole from Acadiana, and you could even go from just... You could go from Baton Rouge all the way to fucking New Orleans and see just right. talent. But talk to me about the B specifically, about the Barry. Is there, because I, and, and it's a shame that I don't know because I'm from right. there, but talk mm-hmm. to me just about the talent bubbling. Is it the same as in like a Lafayette or like a home or a Baton Rouge or a New Orleans? How, how there's multiples, there's scenes there and you can point to like, if, for example, with Baton Rouge, I can point to a gyra or a fucking... Trey Lewis, I can point mm-hmm. to uh, multiple people. Or if you go to Homer, you got Birdie, you got Jalen, you got LC Son. If you go to Lafayette, all mm-hmm. the niggas we didn't name. Talk to me about just that coming from the B, or is that something you want to bring to the B and 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 right. lift up that talent of the B? Oh uh, yeah, see, all right. Like as far as like New Iberia, it, it's talent. New Iberia, like Bando Sardi. Bando Sardi's from New Iberia. Like 
Like, it's a lot of talented artists in Iberia, but a lot of them, a lot of the, the hustle and the getting out there and being in front of people and, they ain't you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and really trying to go out into the world. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta go get on somebody's stage. You gotta go, you know what I'm saying? You gotta go get in front of some people. You gotta network. You gotta do something to draw attention to yourself. You know what yep. I'm saying? You and, and, gotta and I find think, a way to get on bros who think. You and, got, and I think you know that, but and, and you make a great point. And I think that's why I don't, I, I haven't heard of many from New Iberia, but some like yeah. you in, in a bando. Like, if I had to say, definitely Shotty Real. Uh, I'm going to definitely say Young Jig. Um, that's my that's my main two that I'm familiar with. Uh, SSB Yellow. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the SSBs all together. Like, like, I would say, like, as far as, like, the street shit and the groups from New Iberia that I say on, on that level, like, the SSBs are very... They very and they from the same and from the same neighborhood, you know. Those guys gotcha. live like right down the street from. But they like, but they've been doing this. They've done songs with like Scotty Kane. They've done songs like you know. They've done songs with big artists like, mm-hmm. like as far as like in that Baton Rouge gangster rap type shit. Yeah. So I definitely think they tight. You know what I'm saying? So I do. I would like to definitely mention them if we're gonna talk about New Iberia. And then there's Uptown stuff going on too. Is 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 a lot of different stuff. Is just. Is just people on a certain type of wavelength. I feel like I'm kind of an outlier because I, most of the the new I Iberian agree. music is gangster. You know, that's what we got out there. Like, it's it's, it's gonna be on some type of street type of time because that's what's going on. And that that's what's going on in the city. That's a fucking you know what I'm fact. Saying? Like, yeah, you the know, city. I'm, how how do you feel about that? Because being that you are who you are and what we've learned about this conversation from you, how do you feel about the the new Iberia? "Quote unquote culture of what's going on in the black community because it's a lot of killing, man. It's a lot. Yeah, it, it is a lot of killing, and I mean that comes from just not only like people. A lot of people say it's a lack of things to do, but it's not just that. It's just I don't know. Like I, I can't really explain. It could be the structure of the city. It it's could a, be the allocation of the city resources, and I also feel like it's not enough like programs in the city that just give." Things Message. we can do with these kids. Like, we got the little Iberian Youth Football League. That's the best thing we probably got in New Iberia. It has to be. Because that, that kept I know a so lot many of us kids, out, of, yeah. out of trouble as, as youngsters. And I can name three that I done played AU with. Shout out to KP Kendrick Porter. Shout out to Daenerys Antoine and fucking Deval Jackson. Them three niggas, if, if they didn't have that, them niggas have been on the street. And them niggas yes. is ballers. Like, it saved their lives. Them dudes nice, yes. I have taken, I've been on the football field with Duval Jackson, and I know how I go down. <laughs> that nigga was a monster, bro. Like that I dude played, was a monster, man. I played AAU. Wait, it's crazy you know these dudes because that's my dudes. I played AAU. Yeah, like bro, bro, we in the uh we in the film room right before mm-hmm. the game. Do you know how like when you do the scouting report, they tell you about who the, the motherfuckers is you about to play against? They warning us about this dude. They're like, oh yeah, Duval Jackson. He's 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 a he's an all American. He's all state. He's he's devastating. He's gonna step on the field and da da da. <laughs> that nigga was a monster. Oh, it was telling us all kind of like, oh, like they showed us these videos, like a punt team or some shit. And you know, that's like the Bulls, the big dudes. They put in front the kicker to stop him from blocking the punt, and he runs in there and like blows those guys up like by himself. It was ridiculous. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Nigga was a yeah. monster, man. Man, rest in peace to T. Tatum, man. Now, y'all, y'all, you got me in my new yeah. Iberia bag. Rest in peace to T. Tatum, because he was a... Rest in peace, man. That's one of them, like, when people say about street legends who was an athlete, 
who could have like done some shit, that dude was that. Like he was, and as great as Duval, Denarius, and and KP was, that nigga was better than all of them. Yeah, that nigga was a monster, bro. Football, was, basketball. Let me tell you a crazy story before we get it, because this is just New Iberia talking. I know people are not interested in this, but right, they I gotta don't know say what, they don't even know. They don't, what, they don't even know what the fuck going on. But I I, I gotta say this for the New Iberia listeners. This is crazy. We, me and my grandpa picked this nigga T. Tatum up out of juvenile detention center. 30 minutes out of the juvenile detention center, that nigga went go play basketball and dropped 40 points on them niggas. Yeah. I ain't never <laughs> seen nothing like that. Nigga dropped out the, J- the juvie clothes, put on the jersey, dropped 40, put the juvie clothes back on, went to his fucking house. That shit was crazy. Uh, casually. <laughs> Cat, like it was nothing. Like it was fucking nothing. Oh, shit. This is awesome. This is awesome, Pharaoh, man. Thank you so much. Tell the people, before, before we get to the rapid fire questions and all the fun stuff, tell the people where they can get, find the album at uh, and where they can listen to it at. All right, the... The, al- the album is called This Isn't Even My Final Form. You'll see it abbreviated as T-I-E-M-F-F. And you can find it on all, sprint, all streaming platforms, with the exception of Apple Music. It's on SoundCloud. It's on YouTube. It's on Pandora. It's on all that. Spotify, everything else. Hell yeah. Y'all um, make sure y'all go get that ASAP. The link is in my Instagram bio at uh, Out That Swamp on Instagram. It's also on my Twitter bio at 337Faro on Twitter. 100%. Y'all make sure y'all go get it. And you can spell Pharaoh at P-H-A-R-E-A-U-X. 100%. 100%. All right, let's get to the rapid fire. Being that you're a Louisiana boy, are you more, if you had to choose one, gumbo or crawfish? Gumbo. Definitely gumbo. Crawfish or boudin? Boudin. Boudin or gumbo? Gumbo. 100%. Okay, so we got that ranking. We got that ranking taken care of. What... If you could go anywhere on vacation, COVID-free, where would you go? Anywhere. Anywhere. Don't matter. Free paid trip, everything. Mm, Dallas. Why that? Anywhere. I want to a Mavs game. I'm trying to watch Luca ball out. What you mean? (laughs) Trying to to see a a young legend. I'm glad you said that so we can transition to this. You a sports (laughs) fan. Y'all looking good this year. This might look. Y'all, I, I, I'm doing my rankings tonight, but the people going to hit this Monday. We doing our NBA preview tonight, and I don't know if I got the Mavs. I got the Mavs sitting anywhere between three at the highest and six at the lowest. I don't know where That's they fall in between there. I want to say four. I really want to say I, I'm leaning to four right now, but that could change by the, by the time I, re, I record this, that shit. Yeah, like, I feel like, I personally feel like we was better than the Rockets last year. You know, I, I, I feel agree. like we was better than a lot of people thought we were. It's just injuries, little stuff happening. We could have eliminated the Sixers. I mean, the, uh, the Clippers. Eliminated the, uh, Clippers in the if, first round. If KP doesn't get injured, I'm I, y'all would have won. Right. And, right. We got them out of there. If KP doesn't get injured, I think y'all make the Western Conference Finals because I think y'all beat the Nuggets. Exactly. You know, because I feel like I feel like uh, Porzingis matches up well with Jokic. We could. Yep. Put, I feel like that's someone we could put on Jokic. You know. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we just match up well against that. Yep, one hundred. And I feel like we just can score a little bit better. Y'all got the you know, best young scoring team, and we could just score a little bit better than them. Yep, know? that's a f- y'all got the we best young. Of, we have yep. we have like the greatest offense ever, <laughs> and casually, Stats, like, no yeah. one was even talking about it. Like that's statistically, a fact. that's a fact. Like, y'all got one of the best. Not one of y'all got the best young player in the league. I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not sugarcoating that shit. I don't care about if you talk about Giannis. I don't give a fuck. Luka Doncic is amazing. And I know as a Mavs fan, y'all feel entirely lucky because imagine if he goes play with Devin Booker, 
the Kings in Atlanta. All them niggas were stupid. Stupid. And I love Aiden. I think Aiden is going to ball out this year with Booker and Chris Paul. But mm-hmm. Luka Doncic is one of them one, once in a general, like once in a blue moon and, type of niggas. And I felt that way from the jump because as Thank a Mavericks you. fan, I can't be scared of European players. Like, Facts. I can't underestimate European players as a Mavericks fan. Like, And, and the fact that, <laughs> and I, I hate how scouts are just ignorant. Because my thing is, it's not like Ricky Rubio where Ricky played for like since he was like 16, but he didn't win. Ricky wasn't yeah. winning, winning leagues. This nigga Luca played for Real Madrid's basketball team and was the MVP year after year from 14. That's diff. That that I don't know how you doubt that. Like that's like that dude is not just a European good player. No, that nigga's the best European. Yeah, like is is the fact that you literally the best player of the second best league. Yep. A league that's better than the league every other player in the draft is playing in. Like, yep. and y'all saying, oh, it's not going to work. Well, how is the NCAA? The NCAA might not work. Like, that, that shit might not work in the NCAA. And we like, see busts happen from the NCAA every fucking year. More than that, the ones happening in the Euroleague. That's another that's thing. Like, most European players do work out in some capacity. Because they might not be stars, they but they but star, they make it. Yeah. They can, yes, they can play some defense or they can shoot good. They're going to do yep. one of those two. Yep. Gonna play some deal, they're gonna shoot one of them. And I gotta give y'all your, your team credit. Y'all got the best owner in the league. As much as like Steve Ballmer be paying niggas, nah, Cuban look out for Nick. Like Cuban looks out for his team in that in the African American community. I gotta give him his props. Yeah, and 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 Mark Cuban is an owner that you can trust not to say no dumb shit, man. That's a fact. <laughs> I can trust Mark. Mark's not gonna go out here and say and say some shit like, God damn, Mark Cuban, like. Like he how Drew Brees disappointed me with the Saints. Like, like damn, Drew Brees, why are you gonna say that dumb shit? Bruh, don't even. I don't even want to. I don't even want to. Don't, don't even get me started on that nigga, bro. Uh, that's that, I, I even watched. I, I'm watching the Saints, but I'm not even watching the Saints like I usually do. It's not me. Either. I don't watch them like I used to either. It's different this year, and I and I just shit talk Taysom Hill on on Twitter every every fucking chance I get because oh, there's no man. there's no reason why Jameis Winston should not be playing. The niggas stop being cowards. Play that nigga. I think they scared to play him because they know that if he starts balling. You can't take him out. Taysom Hill not going to ball better than Drew Brees. I feel like... Jameis Winston like could this. ball better than Drew Brees. I feel that I with feel my like heart. This. Y'all should have learned y'all lesson with Bridgewater. Y'all didn't get that man that money. Looking back, that might have been a good idea. Not, <laughs> like, huh. you know, it was undefeated when he was playing. Like, That's you a see fact. how they winning now? Like, they still winning, even though Taysom is, like, not a real quarterback. Is winning. It's that Tim Tebow effect. <laughs> I don't think... Did they win today? I don't think they won. I think they, they lost won, to the but Eagles. they've been winning overall throughout yeah, the season. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, no. This is Taysom's first loss today, I think. So, but you know, you're absolutely right. They should have got they should have took Bridgewater or played Jameis. I, I don't get me started on the fucking Saints. Jesus Christ. But a team you gotta worry about is my team. You, you might have to worry about us. My man is healthy. My man is a hundred percent. I think it, you might have the best young player. I think we got the second best. Zion, baby. And B.I., we coming for you. No, I like, I do like Brandon Ingram. I feel like people is like Zion's getting all the, all the you know the attention. The hype, shit, yeah. I feel like Be Brandon the killer. Ingram is really the key to that team. One thousand percent. Brandon Ingram is a killer, like a killer. I love it, and and to me, I compare him to Tatum, and I think at this moment before the season starts, I think Tatum is better than Bi right now, like with no games played. But I think Bi might be better than Tatum by the end of the season. I could definitely see that because he's got, he's got, 
He's got the size. He got that. See, he got that modern player build. He got that KD yep. frame. Yep. Got know, the KD got frame KD with Kobe frame. footwork. That's that. That's the thing. He got the KD mm-hmm. frame with the Kobe footwork. But all right. Push you. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, and you know, he he got that jump shot. It's not the jump shot ain't like KD jump shot, but it's there. It exists. It's not like he's you know pedestrian from you know with range. You know, he can get yep. to the basket and he can shoot. He can hurt you from anywhere. One hundred percent. Okay, what's your favorite manga and anime? Let's get to it. All right. Like I said, my favorite manga is definitely Kingdom. Yasuhi Sahara. You know what I'm saying? That Kill dude, it. Don't spoil nothing. Let amazing. me tell you where I'm at. I just I just got through. Okay, so what's I'm gonna call it? His home his uh Shin's teacher died. The uh one of the uh five generals Oki. or whatever. Oki. Oki. Oki just died, and then they did the thing where it was Mobu and like all the other king general, all the other generals versus that that famous nigga. And they had uh, which I'm gonna call it was scouting it. And they had the other general like bring his scout team to uh, oh girl, you know the the dude with the um uh, with the fucking beak or whatever. It was the I'm I'm at the Carry war right team. after. Yeah, I'm at the war right after Oki died. Okay, so you ain't even you ain't even hit the part. You ain't even hit that arc yet. No, I'm not gonna say you ain't hit the good part because you are at a good part. No, but it's fine right you now. You ain't but even I, hit that arc yet. Like right now, they just dealing with like turmoil with uh the nigga that's um the representative of the king. Right. Not, yeah, they dealing with that shit right now. Right. This is the thing that that's gonna get resolved. Well, actually, in the process of that shit getting resolved, some whole other shit is gonna. Oh, I'm hyped. Is gonna come. <laughs> I'm hyped. I, I took a whole break. Next, and both of them gonna be shook. <laughs> Ooh, Some shit that nobody was prepared for is going to happen. I'm hype. Okay, so we got that. <laughs> you gotta get to that. You a one piece. Definitely man. gotta. You definitely gotta get to that in Kingdom. Oh no, I'm I'm uh, doing that. I'm I'm starting that tonight. I'm I, I had mm-hmm. to take a little break because like I always go through breaks on stuff that like my long running series. I, I I had to take a little break, but something that I never take yeah. a break from is One Piece. I gotta read it week to week. Right. It's crack. It's crack. But I'm also you know I do like I do like One Piece, and I also I just started Tokyo Revengers. Oh, that shit is and fire. I just started Tokyo Revengers, and I also like, oh, uh, let me see. What else? I, I, I read a lot of manga, man. I read a lot of manga. Like, we be all day talking about But I do, that's my top three, is, is, you, is you, got, you got your kingdom, got your One Piece, and I've been reading Tokyo Revengers lately. I'm seeing how, what that's going to be like. Favorite you know, One Piece character? Naruto and Dragon Ball Z, I've read that too. That's great as well. For sure, for sure, for sure. Favorite One Piece character? Favorite One Piece character, uh, Fleet Admiral Sengoku. Ooh, most definitely. That's a that's interesting coming from you. That's so interesting. You choose the Marine. Yeah, Fleet Admiral Sengoku. Being the anti-government nigga, you choose the government nigga. (laughs) That's crazy. Like I feel like Sengoku, and I feel like there's a lot about Sengoku that ain't been fully delved into. Oh, for sure. I feel like. As we get down the line, we're gonna start finding out like the, about more about Garpus and Goku's relationship and how they're both necessary things. Like you gotta have order and you have to have the righteous fury as well. You know? Not and it makes sense. I, I as you were talking, it clicked. He's the he's mm-hmm. the guy in government that's the one that's trying to fight the problems. Mm-hmm. One hundred percent. It's like it's like uh, but I and also it's just who is he saying? Oh, he has the fucking afro. He has a fro, man. I like any. I like any anime character with an afro. Period. Like 100%. when Luffy was boxing and he had the afro, that was fire. Like 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 Brooke. I mean, Brooke. 
Brooke has a wavy afro. Brooke's afro is amazing, but I like Sengoku. He has the Buddha fruit. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He 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 put that Buddha palm on your ass and mm, hit them shock waves on you. He transformed and he had teach shook at Marine Ford. 100%. I got to ask you this question because me and you have tweeted about this. You really think Law of the Ops? Yes, I think Law is a cop, man. I think Law is, <laughs> I think, I think Law is a member of SWORD. I th- I, I I'm not mad at that. I think Law is a SWORD member. I just feel like his connection to Rosinante. Yep. Oh, the way he... Talked to Sengoku. The way, a lot of, like, I saw a thread that made me consider your point a lot more. Like, you could go back to Marine Ford. Why was Law there? Why did he come? Who, why yeah, is like, he there with Luffy? It feels like Luffy was his target since then. He, Kizaru didn't blow him up. It wasn't because of Ben Beckman. He just didn't. And you gotta, and you gotta think, Law, Law has a habit of being able to pop up in the right place at the, at right, the right time. time. Yep. This is because Law has inside information. This I, because someone's letting Law know, oh, they, these people are moving here, so you're gonna intercept these people here. And why and is Rocky Ford incident that, that we don't the know? The only about. other person mentioned in that whole incident was who? Law. Kobe. And he, yep, oh yeah, Kobe, yeah. And the Marine of Sword, too. One thousand percent. And you could look at why didn't Sengoku arrest Law? Uh, him and why did he save Smoker? Like there's so many, there's so many things about it. And then, like you said, with Roshanate Corazon. That was his. That was his. His inspiration. If Luffy's following Shanks, it only makes sense that damn Law really might be the Ops. Damn. Yeah, like it. Everything points to that, and unless it's just one of them older curveballs. Yeah. But I feel like he's building up to that. I would like. I like Law as a Marine. Though. I like. I like Law as a Marine. Ah oh, man, I, I got. I got to digest that. I got to digest it some more because, like, <laughs> I love Law. That's like one of my. And then his name is Law. His name is Law. I'm laying down the law. I am the laws. Like, what you mean? <laughs> 100%. 100%. You, you got a favorite movie or TV show, even though I know you say you don't watch them, but if you if you have anything. My favorite movie? Oh, man. My favorite movie has to either be Friday, Django. Rest in, rest in peace, Debo, man. Or Soul Man. Ooh, okay. I, I fuck with Django. That's I fuck with Friday. Three. Soul Man is an interesting, uh, interesting choice. Solomon's hilarious, man. That was like the last Bernie Mac movie. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. That was great. That and Mr. 3000 was my shits. Yes. You, you had a lot of Samuel L. Jackson motherfuckers in that movie. <laughs> like, yeah, everything you took be funny as hell. 100%. But that's like my big thing. I like a lot of comedy, you know? And Django, like, Django is like... That's you. Like, that's, yeah, like, that's just, yeah, like, bro, I'm gonna take the whip from the slave master and whoop his ass with it. Like, that's, yes. That's we gonna fire. literally go to the Claire rally and shoot up the Claire. That was, that was, like, everything I wanted to see in a movie, like. 100%. Okay, you know? and the final question we ask everybody, if you're the writer, director, producer to the Pharaoh movie, how do you want it to end? How do I want it to end? Um... That's now that's an interesting question. How would I want that movie to end? I want it to end with I, I don't want to die. I, I know I don't die in the end of my movie. <laughs> I'm not dying. I'm Thank not you. dying in my movie. Yo, when niggas, when niggas hit me with bro, I, I'll never forget the first time somebody <laughs> hit me with that. Nigga was just like, Yeah, I'm gonna just die. I was like, huh? Yeah, oh, whatever, I'm, I'm not dying movie. in the movie. Fuck no. Like, I, at the end of the movie, I don't die. I die some, at some point later after the events of the movie. <laughs> I'm not dying in the movie. Fuck but I don't no. know. I feel like if Pharaoh is a movie, um, 
I don't know. I feel like I start my my digital media company and I retire from rap and I start, you know what I'm saying? I start creating content and, you know, influencing the world as as like, you know, in, in, a, in a positive way. And being a person that could bring about change, a person that inspired people and putting those people that I inspired to the forefront. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like that's how my movie ends. Fuck me yeah. being able to do those things. Fuck yeah, I fuck with that. That's a great answer. Hell yeah, Pharaoh, man, this is an awesome conversation. We got to have a part two because there's so much more I want to talk to you about. I might have to bring you on Anime Talk. What, 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 something. We got to do something else because this was an amazing conversation. Yeah, I mean, it's a Sunday. I mean, I know usually if you usually shoot this on Sunday, drop it on Monday, I'll be free on Sunday. So <laughs> I'm hit so you I don't up. mind coming back. I'll definitely jump on the pod, talk some shit with y'all whenever. Hell yeah. Tell the people where they can find you on social media and tell them where they can get the album again one more time. All right, man. My Instagram is out that swamp. That's O U T D A T S W A M P. That's out that swamp on Instagram. And it's 337 Pharaoh on Twitter. My link is in both of those bio- bios. You can get the album on YouTube. You can get it on SoundCloud. You can get it on Spotify. You can get it on Tidal. You can get it on Pandora. You can get it wherever. You know what I'm saying? So definitely get on that. And that's what it is. This isn't even my final form. All right, now, make sure y'all go get that. Follow Fuck me. Yeah. And that's what it is. Hell yeah. Y'all make sure y'all go follow Pharaoh. Y'all make sure y'all go get This Isn't My Final Form. Album is great. Like, really, really dope. One of the best lyrical albums and one of the best content albums I heard this year. It This album of the year race is getting tough, man. Like, I got so many categories for this Bros Who Think Awards that's coming up. It's going to be yeah. tough, but Pharaoh's name has got to be up in there. Thank you so mm. much, Pharaoh, for coming on the pod, man. And with that being said, let's finish up the show with Bros Who Ball. Want to say thank you to Pharaoh for coming on the show. Really, really appreciate you doing that, brother. Had a great conversation with you. It is now time for Bros Who Ball. And joining me, as always, is my guy, Mr. Adam Schubert. Schubert, preseason basketball is here. The NFL is here. We got a lot to discuss from both football and the basketball perspective. How are you doing this week? Yeah, I'm doing well, and then I'm glad to be back. I've, you know, it's been a while since we talked sports, you know, because, you know, we record this on Sunday, so it's been like – weeks like, yeah. since we've talked about sports it's been you know, a, hot a lot minute. of college stuff has been going on a lot of nfl you know the pelicans the pelicans are back we got some christmas day stuff coming up here pretty soon so you know we're good we're gonna be getting into basketball pretty soon and i it feels like uh feels like it's been too long even yeah. though it hasn't it, it definitely has not like it felt like the off it, the season just ended and it's like it's back here already but i'm not complaining i'm excited uh what's going on in college football give us a little update um well this week this weekend was interesting because you had like florida go down to lsu yeah um, what was that about that was wild huh what was i think that L- about? i think lsu has finally found who there's going to be the quarterback of the future oh with max johnson um, yeah max johnson but not necessarily saying that he's like the next joe burrow or anything like that but you know i think that he's definitely going to give them the ability to be a little bit more competitive moving into next season at this moment, I feel like um, the way that's progressing, because LSU has been losing recruits. They've had players who were already on the team be like, I don't want to be on the team anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's not necessarily the best case situation. You know, personally, I feel like Ed Orgeron's writing is starting to be on the wall. It could be a very similar to a Gene Chizik situation from what happened with Auburn. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens with LSU, but this was definitely a good way for them to end their year. 
Yeah, this was a big Ugh. win. This is something to get the fans excited for for next season. What's going on with the actual winners, though? Now this knocks Florida out, which is crazy. No, no, yeah, knocks them out of the playoff. They still got to play against Alabama next week. But, you know, the way that Alabama's playing, it seems like they're just going to cruise in and, and through that game. Um, the big game next week is going to be, of course, Notre Dame-Clemson. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the belief is that both teams could still make it into the playoff. Mm. Um, but that really depends on how, if Clemson can beat Notre Dame and if it's close. So, mm. like, if it's a one-possession game and, Cle- and Notre Dame loses, then I think Notre Dame gets in at four um, or maybe even three, depending on what they, the committee feels about Ohio State. That's what I was about um, to say. Like, how they just changed the rules randomly from six to five, and now Ohio State's in there. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. You know, different people will give you their different perspectives on it. For me, personally, I feel like Ohio State deserves to be there. I mean, it's just, like, pretty obvious that they're the fourth best, maybe third best team in college football. Mm-hmm. So, like, at the end of the day, I feel like they kind of deserve to be there. Um give them that rematch against Clemson or let them play Notre Dame or whatever. And then Alabama, Clemson, Alabama, Notre Dame, you know, those seems like the best matchups moving forward, you know, putting Texas A&M in there to play Alabama again after Alabama beat it by 30 points just really doesn't like make too much sense to me. And there's no Pac-12 team like USC is undefeated. That's true. But, but I just don't know if, you know, they barely escaped beating UCLA the other day, which I'll give UCLA their props. Chip Kelly is starting to turn that program around, but mm. still. It's not there yet quite. It's not quite there, there yet. yet. I mean, U.S. yeah. I, I honestly think, you know, Auburn ended up firing their coach this uh, this past weekend, and with the Auburn opening, I wouldn't be surprised if USC's head coach jumped over to Auburn because of his ties of being an alumni. Mm. So. Uh, but uh, but other names that are being floated around in the Auburn coaching pool are Hugh Freeze from Liberty, um, UL, UL Lafayette, their yeah. coach. Um, and gosh, there's one more name, and I just can't think of it at the moment. But, you know, I just think that it was really suspect for Auburn to do that at the moment because, you know, it's a COVID year. There really isn't, like, that many great coaching candidates Maybe out they there. Were, they were fed up, man. They were done with it. But it's not even like if you like internally, it didn't seem like that there was too much of an issue. And like, sure, maybe you weren't at the top of the SEC at that moment. But I mean, like there really wasn't a coach out there that's going to put you up there. I mean, at this point, I feel like if I had to rank the SEC West for the potential of the future, it would probably be Alabama, Texas A&M, Ole Miss, LSU, Auburn, Arkansas. So, and Mississippi State at the bottom. Uh, but um, we'll see what happens with all that. I mean, it's definitely the, probably the, the best opening at the moment with Arizona firing the other co- their coach, Kevin Sumlin, after getting destroyed 70 to what nothing or 77 or something like that. Oof. And, and um, so that job opens up as well, which is an interesting Pac-12 job for somebody. But, you know, Kevin Sumlin. Yeah, that's just how Lovey that goes. Smith, Lovey Smith from Illinois also got fired. Oof. Well, all right, Shoops, thanks for the uh, college football update. Let's jump to – let's do the NFL first just because that's, like, season going on right now. And, boy, Saints fans, did I tell you or did I tell you? That dude's not good, bro. Can we say <laughs> it? Can we say it? He's not fucking good. 
I think this was a, a really about telling. Taysom Hill too. Yeah, I think this was a really telling game for Saints fans where you watch Taysom Hill go up against Jalen Hurts and you had any, every, every opportunity to get a chance to draft Jalen Hurts because I felt like Jalen Hurts gives you the Taysom Hill stuff but is better. And I feel like he, he, did, he kind of proved that a little bit. Um, I think Jalen Hurts was really the story of the game more so than anything that the Saints did. The Saints didn't play that great. But, you know, for Jalen Hurts to go out there and do what he did in a game where he really needed to, to show that he could play at this level, yeah. I think he did a great job. And I think, you know, if, personally, I don't think the Eagles are going to get off Carson Wentz just because of finance, finances. But I think this opens up for if you're a team that's looking for a quarterback, you may want to consider Jalen Hurts. Hurts. He might. Look, yeah, that, that, he definitely proved himself. But Saints fans, how do y'all feel? I want to know. Because it's ridiculous. I told y'all that dude is not the dude. He's not the answer. Dude is a backup gadget player. Let's not act like he's the franchise quarterback. He is the backup gadget player. I don't want to hear shit about him being the future. I don't want to hear shit about him being the franchise. I don't want to hear shit about him being Drew's replacement for two to three years. No, we need a quarterback. That is a fe- that's a fact. And look, I'm, I'm kind of like, Let's give Jameis a shot next week. Fuck it. Like, that's where I'm at with it. Might as well. We know what we're going to get from this guy. I don't know what Jameis Winston brings. What's next week's game? Next week's game's the Chiefs, baby. Oof. (laughs) And can Drew play? (laughs) I don't know, man. He he shouldn't play. Drew should not play to the playoffs, bro. Let's be real. Dude had had 11 to 12 broken ribs. What do we... Why would he play until the playoffs? Like, but they probably gonna roll with Taysom next week, and, and we'll get our ass. We gonna get our ass bust next week. I'm letting it be known. Patrick Mahomes, what are we playing at in New Orleans? Uh-huh. Patrick Mahomes coming into the dome and dropping forty on us, a forty piece. Huh. Get ready, get ready, Saints fans. And I know, I know, y'all are like, oh no, we're gonna beat the Chiefs. We're the best team in the league. Chiefs about to smoke our fucking boots. I mean, the Chiefs played a bad game today against a, a pretty solid defensive team in Miami, and they still ended up winning. And they still won. That's my thing. When the Chiefs play bad, they still find a way to win. That's a good team. That's a Super Bowl winning team. Saints? I don't know. And I'm saying this because we should not have lost to fucking Philadelphia. No, this was, you know, Philadelphia was playing a, a, an experiment. Today was an experiment for Philadelphia, and it ended up paying off for them, but it's not something that, like, we should should have happened. Exactly, bro. What? Saints best defense, be, presumed best team in the NFC, and you lose to Philly? What? Yeah, I mean, there was some massive mistakes, like uh, the Miles Sanders seventy-yard run or whatever. There was, you know, that was Quan Alexander running through the wrong gap, getting, yep. you know, people getting, you know, drove off by a, a Philly O line that really hasn't performed very well all season. It was pretty embarrassing. Yep. Um, so, you know, Saints really need to figure out what they got going on because, you know, you drop that game against the Chiefs. Now you're, you have no choice, but you're going to have to go to a freezing Lambeau in the playoffs. So, and then, and then, like, we got to mess themselves up big time. Taysom Hill's turnovers, man, a fumble and an interception. Dude is fumble rooski. It's like, let's call a spade a fucking spade. So, I mean, I'm with you. You know, maybe see what you got in Jameis because that, I'm more so leaning that you go with someone completely different post-Drew. You know, I, I, I like the the talk about bringing Matt Stafford in. I'm not mad um, at that. I like that. that I, the, wait, 
Who said that? Where, where did you get that from? Because I feel like I said that like a couple weeks ago. I was talking. Who was I talking to? I was talking to Ian. That was the week you, you did not come on Bros Who Ball. I told Ian on the show that week, I was like, go pull up the tapes. I was like, yo, if Matt Stafford's a free agent, he can come through. I would, I would fuck with that. Yeah, I mean, I think it makes the most sense for Matt Stafford and, you know, for the Lions to move off him. And, um, you know, I think he would, do, he would do best. Oh, my gosh. We would, ki- we would kill. Like, let's not act like Matt Stafford's not a baller. He's just on a shitty team. Well, that's the thing. Like, anytime you watch the, the Lions, the Lions are always in the game. Like there, the there's very, there are very rare games where the Lions play and they get blown out. Like, like look at Stafford's stats this week. Stafford threw 24, 34, 244 yards, one touchdown compared to Aaron Rodgers who threw three, but he had 290 yards. Aaron Rodgers has a better team. Like, oh, mm-hmm. and I, I think Stafford might've went down with an injury maybe. Yeah, he did. He, he did. Yeah. Chase, Chase Daniel had to come in the end. Yeah. So, you know, come through Stafford. We would def, I would much rather you over the two guys we got. So that's a fact. Um, another game that was interesting that happened today. A lot of the wins that a lot of the teams that we expected I would, to I win would say won. Um, Washington and San Francisco. We saw with Washington getting that big win against the uh, the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers at the time last week. You know, today Washington's defense pretty much willed them to a victory against the 49ers. Their defense is legit. It's in real. The, in the Giants' loss, so Washington's in charge of the East right now, looking like they're going to the I think they're going to the keep in charge. Yep. Sorry, Shoops. I, your G-men gave it their best chance, but y'all it's aren't fine, in a bad yeah. position. Y'all, y'all have a good coach. Y'all are making a good culture. Y'all feel like Miami from last year. Which is, you know, the irony in that is that the defensive coordinator for the Giants was Miami's defensive coordinator last year. So – you know, you can definitely tell the similar similarities and Jason Garrett maybe finally figured out his calling of being, being an offensive uh, coordinator, being offensive coordinator instead of a head coach. I think like they've pretty much put the, put the pieces together to move forward. But I think that Washington's also starting to put it together as well. All they need is a nickname. Yeah, that's true. That's a fact. Um, and Chiefs won, like we said, Titans won, Bucks won. Like I said, a lot of the teams that were, are expected to win at this time. Won the Cardinals won. So right now the standings we're looking at. Oh well, the, the the I guess the big game is, and we could talk about this. The Steelers, man, they're not. They went from undefeated. They lost Bud Dupree, which would you were gonna talk about last week, but we weren't mm. here. And then they end up losing two games back to back. The Bills win a game that I think was necessary for the Bills to win to show they're the like you know the real deal. I think the Browns are going to experience that on Monday night tonight when you guys are hearing this. And you know, I think the Bills came out and showed that like yo, we're a playoff team, we're going to do well. Josh Allen's a good quarterback. I think it's Baker Mayfield's shot to show this on Monday night against the Ravens. Get that dub sack. Yeah, big game tomorrow or tonight for the Browns and the Ravens. I like the Browns. I do too. Um, I think that the Browns have a really strong shot of be- making a run in, the, in, in these playoffs based upon what they do defensively. Uh, if we, if the playoffs were today, they'd be the fifth seed playing the Titans. I think yep. that would be and a, I think a they, really tough the, game. And they won that. They won in the regular season, so they did. They busted their ass pretty, last week. Yeah. Yeah. In, in a pretty big fashion. So you know, I like what the Browns are putting together, but I also like what the Titans are doing as well. I think that both those two teams are poised to be the sleepers. Uh, Colts and Dolphins are the other two teams in that division, but I feel like, well, actually, any of those teams who play the Steelers, I think they have a shot. Um, but if they play the Bills, I think you know, I think the Bills are definitely the second best team in that division. In that yep, in the AFC behind uh, 
behind uh, Patty Mahomes. I told you, give me my props, man. I, I was I was on that Josh Allen for MVP early in the season, early, because that's my fantasy quarterback. Dude's throwing four touchdowns a week with fucking over 200 yards, and I'm like, this dude's killing. And then I started watching games, and I'm like, yo, Josh Allen's really good. Like, is Josh Allen the second-best quarterback in the AFC? Maybe. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Mm. Like, who else? Like, let's look at AFC. You got, obviously, yep. Patrick Mahomes is number one. Obviously. And then after that, what, you're going to say Deshaun Watson? But he's not winning. No, I was going to say Lamar. But, I mean, even Lamar's, Lamar's not winning. struggles. Like, Josh is balling. It's a... I, 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 okay, I'm going to give Deshaun Watson his credit because Deshaun Watson is very talented. He would probably be the second best, but Josh Allen's third. I'm taking Josh over Lamar at this moment in time. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely become one of the, the eight quarterbacks out there at the moment. So, you know, and Buffalo, I think, is a Super Bowl team. They are. Defense is real. Coach is real. I'm a Buffalo Bills fan in the AFC. Like, I yeah, think, them, a- I think AFC, them versus yeah. uh, Patrick Mahomes in the championships would be great. In the AFC, I think it's going to be Chiefs or Bills um, with the possibility of a sleeper Browns-Titans. Um, but uh, NFC-wise, I, you know, I think that one's way up in the air. NFC, um, Jesus. When you look at that, crazy. like Seahawks, Rams, Packers. I, I, don't even well, – I, I mean, at this point, the way that Washington's playing, I feel like if Washington gets like a, you know – a, a Rams or you know a Buccaneers in the first round, like they might, they might just stun them. They might. That's possible. Is the Saints the best team in the NFC? Like, I don't. They're the most complete team in the NFC. The best team is very hard to say because the Packers really have their holes. Yeah, the Packers um, do. I don't think the Packers are the best. I really don't. So it's very hard because like each one of them has like really big time glaring errors. Yeah. Uh, the Cardinals just don't seem like they are ready. Are, are there? Are there yet? The Buccaneers. I think Tom's too old. <laughs> I mean, there's just times where he just like makes these throws, and you're just like, bro, dude, quit. <laughs> and then like, uh, and then the Seahawks are lacking defense and yeah, very injury. But Ruskin just put it up there, man. Ruskin dropped forty at an at any given moment with Lockett and Metcalf. But the I mean, defense is just so bad. That's the thing with the NFC. Like, I feel like any of those seven teams that are getting into the playoffs are going to have a shot at making making the Super Bowl. This I mean, might be the, the this NFC honestly this might be the Saints' best shot. I think so. Yeah. Like more so than the uh, than the years before. Drew better come in ready to go. <laughs> like, like he better come in ready to go. Like, I want to see some maybe a couple thirty yard passes. Get that steroid shot. Your ribs are healthy. Let's go, fam. This is your best opportunity to do it. Now, granted, will you beat what comes on that other side? I don't know. But in terms of your division, in, in terms of getting there, this might be the best chance you got to get there. Because, yeah, like, very true. it's very weak out here. Like, the Rams have issues. The Seahawks have issues. The Packers have issues. The Bucks have issues. And the, the Redskins are the fucking Redskins. I mean, well, Washington. actually, they're the Washington football team. Yeah, the Washington football. My apologies, Jesus. I, I, and I, I laugh at everybody who does that, and I finally did it. So the Washington football team is the football team, but you guys know they're fucking not good. So you know, I, I don't want to give Saints. I don't want to get my Saints hopes up yet, but like, just 
as much as I'm down on Taysom Hill and as much as I'm down on that, the rest of the team is really good, and this might be their best opportunity. So I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. But well, right, I feel like Michael Thomas is actually starting to play. Mm-hmm. I mean, today he actually looked pretty well, pretty good. He's getting and healthy. Just imagine if he can get someone who you know will actually get be able to throw ball. it to him. Exactly. All right, uh, let's give them the Week 15 games that they should be uh, looking forward to. What you got? Week fantasy wise, did, are, did you, are you winning right now? Because I think I'm. I think I'm. Uh, uh no, Ian's beating me. Am I winning? I think he beat me today. Because like the playoffs are going on, I'm trying to. I'm trying to dominate. Um, but next week is um, looking at um, there's not like too many crazy ones. Of course, the Saints Chiefs is the is the main one to watch out for, and that's in the afternoon. Um, Browns Giants is actually a pretty good game. That's going to be your Sunday night game. Uh, other than that, there really aren't many good ones. I'd say Washington and Seattle is one to watch out for. Oh, yeah, other it's than a, that, it's a, it's a it's a weak week this week. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Washington, Seattle. Uh, the Patriots can't make the playoffs, so I mean, Patriots, Dolphins. It'll be interesting to see how just Belichick does. But other than that, yeah, I guess the most important game is Chiefs Saints. That's it. Chiefs, Chiefs Saints in Seattle. Um, and, Washington, uh, Washington, because that's that would be the first round matchup if it was today. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Seattle, Washington, Chiefs, Saints. I got the Chiefs winning, man. I got. I'm just being honest. I'm. I'm not betting against Patrick. I'm sorry. I'm not. And I'm gonna take Russ winning because I don't believe Washington is is all there. But if they do win that game, that's gonna be this. This will go and prove your theory. Like if they win this game, that's that's pretty big for Washington. I'd also be interested in watching Philadelphia and Arizona just because, like, if Jalen Hurts comes in again, like, how is he versus Murray? Those are the two Oklahoma guys. Guys, yeah. So, you know, your college, I, I just – Your college uh, love is tingling. Your, your, college, uh, your college itch is itching. That's what that well, is. Well, yeah. Ultimately, I'd love to see Eagles or Dolphins, but I don't think that's happening this year. No. Uh, no way. <laughs> that two and, and Jalen – Oh, man. But, all right, yeah, that's all we got with the NFL. Let's jump to NBA. I'm hyped. NBA season. KD looked good today. KD looked good. Shout out to my guy, Bansky. Your man's is looking good. Kyrie now, came in and balled. It was shutting niggas up. What's up? What's up? Give Brooklyn props, man. Steve Nash had him running the Phoenix off. It was looking good. Brooklyn looked now, good. Now, for, for all that I'm saying with messing with Brooklyn, like, I did – if. I, you know, someone was asking me what I felt about, like, who's, like, your early MVP thoughts. I'm like, honestly, I mean, I think Kevin Durant's probably up there for, like, you know, because, I mean, he's going to lead that team. He's in the East, so there's but really see, not too too terrible of competition against him. I don't I don't feel like LeBron's going to get it, even though I feel like he should get it all the time. Let me, get, but, let me play devil's advocate to that, because I would agree, but being that it's him coming off of Achilles – I feel like KD's going to just slowly work to the playoffs. Like, I feel like Kyrie's going to be the guy that has to drive this team. Like, KD's going to ball. Like, don't get it twisted. I think KD's going to do really well. But let's not act like he's not coming off an Achilles. And, like, I think, K- I think Kyrie, from what I saw, at least, granted, it's preseason. But I think Kyrie's going to be, like, a very driving factor for the beginning, at least until we get uh. to after All-Star. I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. Like, if, if Brooklyn ends up being a top three seed in the East, I think the, the Durant's in the running for that because, to my assumption of what the, the way that team's going to go, is that if Kevin Durant has to take a night off, they're not going to win. That's true, too. We're we going to see. I, I, look, 
I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna quit on old media Kyrie. <laughs> like I'm like, look, I feel. I just. I'm done with him at this point. Look, just, just find him. That him. like, I'm. I'm. I'm just with it. Just find him. I don't care. If you don't want to talk? Cool. Find him. Find him every night. I don't give a damn. If you don't want to, you don't want to talk. You don't have to talk. Just, just pay, have you 25k ready to go. That's all it is. But well, yeah, I, 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 would, I was. Hyped. I would be happier. If, I'd be happier if he was like doing that stuff to get fined because he knows where the fine money goes. He doesn't. He does because he he's a part of the players. The players. Oh well, then he does uh, know. So he knows where the the fine money goes, and it goes to charity. So it's like, is he doing it on purpose to be able to send money to charity? But if you that's the case, then why don't you just do it yourself and just be quiet? So I don't know. You know that that's just Kyrie being Kyrie, but he balled tonight. I got to give him his props. He did his thing. Uh, another NBA storyline before we get to the Pels, because we will talk Pels in a little bit. I want to I want to talk. The Hawks. It's been bugging me, man. It's been bugging me. It has been bugging me since the national schedule came out. Of And we didn't talk about this because this was leading into vacation of when the, 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 the national televised games, people were like, oh, why are they just giving it to Zion? What about Atlanta? What about Trey Young? Trey Young and them are making the playoffs. Trey Young and them are a fourth seed. Trey Young and them are a third seed. Shut up, dog. Shut up. And look, Shout out, shout out to all the, the, the Trey Young stands out there. We got one on our show, my guy Justin. Shout out to my guy Max Van Auken. I know y'all are Trey Young guys. I'm not talking to y'all. I'm talking to the people on Twitter that's like, they're, they're the, one of the best seeds in the East. Like, bro, Atlanta's going to be a seventh or eighth seed at best. At, at best. best. Like, do, do we forget Trey Young doesn't play fight. defense? Like, do we, did we forget about that? Like, what are, you, what are we going to do when they put him in a fourth quarter where a team's every possession is going to target him and say, you stop it? What is he going to do at that point? That's my question. Because they did it to Steph. They did it to Steph. And we're going to see. We're going to see. Like, that team, that team should work. Like, I'm looking at – they beat the Magic very well in, a, in, a, uh, in preseason. DeAndre Hunter, 15. John Collins, 13. Clint Capella, 12. Trey Young, 21-7. Danilo seventeen, Bogdan eighteen. They, look, they got they got the players. Is can they put it together? Can Trey Young be that leader? Is it is it his time to truly be that guy? And I don't know if I've seen that from him. Like to me, Bogdan Bogdanovich is going to have to have a big year for them to win. No, I mean there's a lot of pieces that are going to have to come together for them. I feel like some of the guys that they had previously had starting roles are now going to be coming off the bench, which I feel like is going to be a benefit to them. Yeah. Cause they have experience. They're good players. I like Kevin Herter. Uh, but they, they also have uh, uh, Chris Dunn on their team. Right. Uh, so, they, no, I don't know. They might. I don't, I don't um, see his name. I don't see his name on the thing against the magic. There's another guy that they have on their bench. That's like a fairly solid player. I just can't think of him right at the moment. And, got, and of course uh, they have reddish. Yeah, they got Reddish, Bruno Fernando, Skylar Mays, uh, Solomon Hill. They got they got a, they got a pretty solid team. Reddish, Trey Young, you know they they they're there. We're gonna, we're gonna see, but I just don't think in terms of playoffs, I don't think they're a fourth, a fifth, or a sixth ranked seed. I'm sorry. No, I mean if we want to if we want to talk about right now, I, I mean I feel like I feel like Boston is gonna you got to give them an opportunity to be one of those top four. I feel All like right, you got to I feel like you got to put Brooklyn. And you got to put Milwaukee. Hold on. Let me, let me, all right, here we go. All right, boom. I got it up. All right, so let's do, these are, we we might as well get into our rankings now and then we'll talk about the Pelicans in a little bit. All right, so let's rank the East Coast. This is preseason on how we think who the best teams are going to be. You got to, like you said, you got to say Boston. 
Miami. You, you got to say Miami. You got to say Milwaukee. You got to say the Nets. You got to say Brooklyn. That's four. That's four. And I'm going to say Philly because I think Doc Rivers is going to make something happen. I think I think Philly. I, th- I think I think their team isn't set yet, but once they but there's going to be a there's going to be a movement. I feel like if anything, Harden go there. Yeah, for sure. And uh, so, but if if Miami gives him here, which they reported that Hero is available now, and Harden goes to Miami, sheesh. I think it's either Miami or Philly. I don't. He's not going to Brooklyn. He's not going to Brooklyn. But I would still say Philly's better than Atlanta at this point. Exactly. So that's five. And then um, uh, and then and then personally, I think. Uh, they're right in the same they're they're in the same group with a Westbrook Washington yeah and Indiana i and i would say those two teams are ahead of them just because we just i have, did, we just, i just don't know about westbrook yet look I, but look i'm going to say this i'm going to put more stock into the fact that now that Bradley Beal has a teammate that has experience I'm going to bet my drive. If, if I have to put my chips on the table behind the Trey Young Hawks or Washington or Bradley Beal and Westbrook, I'm putting it behind them. Trey Young got to show me. See, Luca showed us last year. So when I get to my where I put Dallas, it's not going to be unbelievable because he showed us. Trey Young hasn't shown me. So I got I to gotta back Westbrook and, and uh, Beal because I, I think Beal is great and Westbrook got something to prove. And then Denny well, and I Abia, feel like Oladipo is better than anyone that's on the, the Hawks at the moment. So and, he, and Oladipo's playing for a contract. So you know he bought the ball. So and 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 I think Avdia with what he looked with Washington. Look, Avdia can play, man. If they can play it together, Washington, don't be surprised if they're fifth ranked seed. You know, the one thing that the East was lacking was star power. And now that you have Westbrook on a team, Westbrook, we've seen will a team in the West to yeah. the playoffs by himself. You know, so like just having him with Beal in Washington, like that, that that's a better team. Than, it should than work. Than me. It me. I'm with you. I'm with you. So, so we got Boston nets and this is no, this is just, we're not going to rank. There's no like order. Yeah. There's, there's no order. We got Boston nets, bucks, wizards, Pacers, uh, heat. heat. Yeah. I can't forget the heat. So that's six. Do we have Toronto? No. Above uh, Atlanta. No. Damn, you don't think you don't think the T the T the the Raps can do it? Now they they are ahead in coaching, but I mm-hmm. feel like I feel like a collective of the rosters. I think Atlanta has a better roster. They do. I, I'm I'm not going to deny that. So then, yeah, Atlanta would be seven, and I, and we'd have Toronto at like eight. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Atlanta at best. Seven, eight, like the the East is better than it was last year. If it was last year, maybe they would be fifth or fourth. But I'm not. And, and now I'm not betting against now, KD, Kyrie, Russ, Russ, and Beal for fucking Trey. And, and now, and now, don't let Gordon Hayward and Lamelo Ball beat you. <laughs> True. For the eighth seed. True. Yo, yo, if if that happens, Hawks fans, I'm talking shit all summer long, baby. I'm talking shit all summer. If LaMelo Ball and Gordon Hayward manage to get in the playoffs above y'all, I'm a laugh. <laughs> I'm a laugh because y'all have a better team than them. That's a fact. They just got two dudes. But LaMelo Ball, look, him, Miles Bridges, they might make something pop off. They might. I, yeah, I, I, think, I think, if anything, the preseason game that he played shows that he's not, in, he's not over his head. No. Like, I feel like I feel like he is ready to play in the league. Not necessarily. I'm not saying that he's going to come out and be an all star in the first two seasons, but like I think that he's he can, can he can play in this league. And yes, if, he I can. mean, 
you know, if Lonzo Ball can be at the level that he is at, Lonzo, LaMelo's always been supposed to be better than Lonzo. That's a fact. And look, and look, I'm going to say this now. LaMelo right now to me, and I think Lonzo's a better player at this moment, but depending on what is shown, LaMelo could be better than Lonzo by the end of the season. But I still think Lonzo going to be MIP this year. I think he's going to be most improved. And that leads us into the West. Let's talk Pellies. Look, Zion is 100. <laughs> like, Zion is 100%. It's crazy. If I, before, and I know everybody was like, temper expectations. They're going to be 10th, 9th, 8th seed. I said that you. Sh- I didn't like how ESPN ranked Zion ahead of, of a lot of known quality no. stars. I didn't like that. I didn't think that was fair to him. I, I don't think that's fair to the Pelicans team. But with all of that being said, am I buying the Kool-Aid? Because I think this team might be seventh, eighth, Well, I think, like, what really kind sixth? of I – really, I really think what sets the Pelicans for success this year is Stephen Adams. Like, yeah. having Stephen Adams on your team, that's better than Derek Favors. That that's is. better than Jaleel Okafer. That I is. I mean, you know – this is like a solid number five. Do do and, have and, me, and it takes some pressure off of Zion to be able to not have to be the rebounder. Yeah, and let me give let me give Doom some credit because Doom had me thinking for like a bunch of weeks on this. Doom hit me with Steve. We have a top five center on our team, and I had to think about that. Jokic, Embiid, who's next? Do you go Carl Anthony Towns because of talent, or do you go to Stephen Adams because of of dependability? Doom had me thinking about What about, about Clint Capella? No, bro, no way. Steven Adams better than Clint Capella. No fucking way. I, I argued Carl Anthony Towns against this. I, I said oh, Carl okay. Anthony Towns, you have to say is better Towns. at three. But then Steven Adams has to be four or five, huh? Who do you say? Vucevic for Orlando? But he doesn't win. Like, talent-wise, maybe Vucevic. I think, like, having themselves proved, like, I feel like eventually, and I, you know, my big take is this, this year is I think the Suns are – top tier yeah and i feel like i I feel like aiden is about to break out so like but at this moment i I think steven adams is a better center than Aiden. but i feel like at the end of the season might be different but steven adams at this moment is a top five center we have that that's a fact and then well yeah i totally agree with that and then we have one of the best defensive guards in bledsoe like he was all defense last year and if lonzo is the defender that i think he is and the player that i think he is with the killer of brandon ingram in the unknownness of what is Zion the guy that we saw last year, or is he going to be the guy that I'm hearing about from training camp who played at Duke? If he's that guy, <laughs> watch out. That's why the Pelicans got all the national TV games. Like I feel like has, the bench, and I feel like the potential. bench is, is littered with poten- potential young players and good role players. I think Ellie's a, a good role player. You got JJ, think, young you know, veteran JJ. leader, and then they, they're saying the Kale Alexander Walker's looking like a dog. They're, they're, I'm That's hearing, what I'm saying. Like I feel like Josh Hart and and Naw are like the, your 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 seven eight players. I'm hearing Naw is looking great. I'm hearing Naw might be six man on this team. I'm hearing Naw, like Naw changes number. Naw changes number to six. He's about to be the sixth god. I see him out there, bro. I see you, Nikhil. I fuck with it. I'm with you. I want to see you succeed, brother. And they're saying Josh Hart is very valuable to this team. He is because he's like one of the only people that can guard wings of the LeBron Jameses, the, the, the Kawhis. Granted, he won't stop them, but he's, only, he's one of the few people we have that can do it. Now, the interesting thing is going to be how does Winnie and Gabriel come in? Like, is he going to be playing a lot of minutes? What about Willie Hernan Gomez? All these other, like, other guys. Where are we going to get defense from? We know where we're going to get from 
Brandon Ingram, Zion, for for most part, Eric Bledsoe, Lonzo, and, and Stephen Adams. But it's like, what can the bench guys do to elevate that? And and I think you know the way that they set up the playoffs for this year and having like sort of a a play in system. Oh, Pel's in it, know, baby. I, the the Pel's are in that. Like you know, that's a fact. I, you know, I I think you know a majority of last year they were fighting with Memphis, and I feel like Memphis is not going to be as good as they were before, Memphis. especially in comparison to some of the teams that are on the rise. Let me tell like, you, some Memphis fans. Y'all aren't as good as us. Y'all aren't. Y'all didn't or get Phoenix. better. Y'all, y'all aren't as good as Phoenix. Y'all aren't as good as us. Y'all didn't do shit in the summer. Like, y'all didn't add anything. Like, look, I mean, let's talk. Let, let's get into let's, – uh, I'm not going to talk about Phoenix. I, I just want to say who I think – what we did with the East. Let's do that with the West. And I think that'll say where I have Phoenix. So, number one has to be the Lakers. The Lakers are incredible. The, Lakers, they, Clippers are your – Lakers, Clippers, Golden State. You got Denver. Golden State. Wait, hold on. No, you tripping. Well, I'm, I'm saying we're not putting in order. I gotta, I gotta put some kind of order on this because I gotta, I gotta okay, give, okay. Some, I gotta well, give some credit. Lakers to number one. La- Lakers gotta be one because I can't do it with the East, but the, with the West, I think I can do it. Personally, I say Denver's two. Mm, see, this is where it gets interesting for me because are they the, proved themselves. Are the Clippers two? Oh, I think they, I think they lost a lot of their dog, like losing Harrell. Uh, what did they add? They they added surge and that that's chemistry for Kawhi. That's chemistry that's for true. Kawhi, and that's better. That's better than Harold. I don't care what anybody says. Surge is better for that team than Harold is. And I and I truly believe, and no media person will talk about this, but you have to play into the fact. Who's coaching now? It's Ty Lue, and I think that's important because we might not like Ty Lue as a coach, but I think this is key. There's no way you can convince me that Paul George and Doc Rivers got along when Paul George cheated on Doc Rivers' daughter with a stripper. I'm sorry. That just doesn't work. I, I just don't think that worked. I really don't think that, like, the, the, they might have made they, – they're professionals, and we never heard anything about it, but I, I, that played into the factor. That played into it. Paul didn't, Paul didn't get along with Doc, and you can tell that from his all, all the smoke interview with Matt Barnes and them. That's why I got the Clippers, too. I'm, I'm going to believe – what I argued in the East for Westbrook and Beal, it's times two for Kawhi and fucking Paul George. But you would agree that at least Denver's three. This is where it gets interesting. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's, let's talk this out. What did Denver do? Did Denver do anything? Denver lost Jeremy Grant. Denver lost some pieces. Is it wrong but, of me to put Dallas three? Yes. Because they didn't add anything. But they, but they did, though. They got their, their player back. Porzingis was – if Porzingis doesn't get injured, I talk about this with Farrow in his interview, they might beat the Clippers. And I think they're better than – I think I, – I, look, if you ask me, am I choosing Jamal Murray and Jokic over Porzingis and Luka? Well, I mean, I, it all really depends on, like, how Denver developed. Because, it, it, like, that's, was, that's because, Bol, because Bol Bol came on late. Bol Bol, this is technically his rookie year. But it's, so it's, it's is, really is Bol about Bol going to play a rookie of the year kind of season? Is Porter going to be Porter. the guy who's po- possible to be you know, your most third. improved? Yeah, your third you know, option. So. Maybe even second option that's on some points, really. Like, that's the thing with Denver. And that's why I'm going with commodities that I know. Because if, if what you're saying is true, then, yes, Denver's three. If Bull Bull and Porter develop because you lost Jeremy Grant and you got to get his numbers, if Porter is who everybody thinks he is, Denver is three. But, boy, I'm not, I'm not putting him there in my preseason rank. I'm going with the hype. I'm going with the foreigner. He's my MVP favorite. 
I'm going with Luca, man. It's it's this is Luca time, bro. He about to ball out. I got him at three, and then I got Denver at four. I'm not gonna be crazy and put Denver any lower than four. Now, you know, I don't think whether or not where I put them, I feel like I have the same four. Okay. So. All right. All right. I'm with you on that. Now, this is where it gets interesting. Do you go Steph Curry and what he can do with Draymond Wiseman, Wiggins, Ubre, or do you go with Phoenix at five? Personally, and I got Phoenix. And I, I'm leaning Phoenix. I'm As much as I love Steph Curry, I just don't know if it's five. Like, I think Steph Curry's going to make the playoffs. I think he's going to be sixth. I got Phoenix at five. I'm with you. Phoenix is tough, bro. Like, when oh, you, yeah. what, what Chris Paul did with OKC, if Chris Paul could do what he did with OKC with Denver, I mean, with, with Phoenix, with Booker, Aiden, nah, nah, nah. Like, that's better than Danilo Gallinari and, and uh, Adams, even though we just said Adams is ranked higher than Aiden. I'm saying it's better because of Booker. But like you said, Aiden should have a breakout year this year with Chris Paul. Yeah, and, and you know, Chris Paul has always kind of made center Elevate better. Elevate better, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, you know, I think, you know, bringing Jay Crowder over from Miami, that gives you, like, culture a veteran guy. bench culture guy. Uh, you know, I think Bridges is, is good. You know, they brought Etwan from the Pels. I think that's culture another good guy. bench player. That's what they, you bring. Uh, you, you bring know. culture guys around Bridges and Cam Johnson, and you show them how to play. And then Phoenix is, Phoenix is set up to be good. I got Phoenix at five. I, and I like and I like their coach. One hundred. Shout out Monty Monty Williams. One of the Pell's biggest mistakes of the Anthony Davis era is getting rid of Monty Williams. I'll never I'll never stop saying that. They should have kept him. And if they would have kept him, maybe they keep AD. But I digress. Or maybe the team is better. I digress. Still though. Um. All right. Next up. So we got Lakers, Clippers. You go Denver. I go Dallas. But those those are four. And then we go Phoenix. And we agree Phoenix and uh, Golden State five six. Seven, eight, nine, ten. We're not going lower than ten, no, because that's the play-in. You gotta say Portland. That's what I was gonna say. I think I think you know you're you're gonna go Portland at seven. Um, yeah, you're gonna go Portland. Um, honestly, what we're talking about eight. Mm-hmm. I think you know you got to consider Utah for a second, but honestly, I feel like the Pels roster is better than theirs. Ooh, I didn't even yo Utah fell so under the radar. Because I was about to give some credit to fucking John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins. Can they? Can oh, they get, can, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> now, if they can play with Harden, then. then that's what, that's what I'm story. saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, can they play with Harden? Because, like, I look, John Wall looks like, the, looks like he back. I'm just going to say it. I'm not going to say it about Boogie. I don't know about Boogie. But John Wall himself looks like he's back. That's all I'm going to say. So Houston, to me, is the wild card this year. Does James Harden stay? Does Wall and Harden get along? Like, they're the wild card. So I put them at nine. I put them at nine. Portland at seven. You got me scared about Utah, but I'll put Utah at 10 and put the Pels at eight. And that's not Homer bias because – we saw it when Donovan Mitchell and Brandon Ingram go head-to-head. Brandon Ingram bust his fucking ass. And they have a better roster than Utah. They do. The thing yeah. is, can Donovan Mitchell Because Because, you know, we were talking about uh, top centers. You know, I feel like we forgot about Gobert. But I feel like now that you have Steven Adams, you have someone who can match with him. So, true, 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 true. And, and look, and, and Utah fans, y'all might be upset. But, like, you know, I got, I got, I got y'all in the play-in. Y'all definitely make the play-in. 
And the only reason why I put Houston above y'all is because we don't know if Harden gets traded. And if Harden doesn't get traded, there's no way him and John Wall don't at least make the play. There's no way. Yeah, I mean, team, and you know, the only other team that's like knocking on the door on the outside, I guess, is Memphis. It, I would say the T Wolves over Memphis, and that's my hot. Team. Maybe I think Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell get it together this year, and I think the T Wolves might be the league pass team that like people are interested in watching, and they're one of the teams that can maybe make the play in. I think they'll be close, and I, I, I honestly think they'll be better than Memphis. I really do. I, I got the T Wolves at eleven, even though I know we said we weren't doing that, but. I think the T-Wolves have a shot at making the play and if Houston implodes. Very possible. Very possible. Yep. So, who you liking for MVP? You liking uh, KD? That's your favorite? Luka's my, Luka's my MVP pick. Uh, I like Luka. I like KD. And I like... Uh... No, no love to Bucks and Giannis Nation on this show right now. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm about sick of him. Yeah, me too. <laughs> they got to win. They got to prove some shit. I want to see them do it too because they got Drew, and I'm a Drew fan. But, you know, we got to see how that works because I know Drew is not necessarily the best second option. I know that from years of experience. Yeah, I mean, MVP in the NBA for me is always a hard one. Like, I just don't really know how to pay, how to put that. I do feel very confident. I'm not mad at KD take. I think Steph could be up for MVP too. Well, if Steph can be up for MVP, then I feel like Chris Paul could be up for MVP. So. But no, I'm saying that because I think I think Steph is going to have monstrous numbers and lead Golden State to that fifth or sixth seed. And if that's the case, that's the, Shit, Brett, he, that's, he needs to. That's Westbrook Harden stuff. He and needs Steph, to with that and clay. Steph, and Steph has already shown he's a champion. So like he's a he's been a unanimous unanimous MVP. I'm just saying the league Curry's favor, and I I wouldn't be surprised that like if he now he, my my I, thing with Golden State is like don't don't be surprised if Golden State ends up falling completely off oh true 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 because true. they still got they got a lot to work out they still don't have clay Draymond is definitely on the downturn yep, we don't know it, what Wiseman's gonna be we don't know what Ste- Wiggins is you know Steph is what is he 35 now like I mean like no. I mean he's <laughs> I mean like 35 huh dude, dude may look like he's 27 years old but I mean like he's in his 30s so he's like there's gotta be 30s there's got to be a, a point where, like, it falls off just a little bit. He's 32. So he's not there yet, but he, he's getting there. I, I, I get what you're saying. It's not, it's not there yet. I'm not going to put it out and, on and I mean, we, And, I mean, we've seen Steph plenty of times in, like, his prime, like, take one little ankle turn, and, like, he's out for four weeks. That's so true. It's like, and Golden you know, State, if, if that can, happens, can they they handle that? No. Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. We're giving a lot of credit to Steph Curry to have them at six. We because are. he's great. Because he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's we are. And the greatest ever. That's a fact. Greatest shooter ever. And got to give him his yeah. respect. That's why we got him at six. All right, I'm not mad at our West list. I'm not mad at our West list at all. I'm excited. And we're going to talk more Pels after the preseason. I'm going to bring in Ryan Bear, I believe, onto the show next week. We're going to have a Pels media guest to break it down and everything. So be on the lookout for that. But that's all we got this week, Shuby. Tell the people where they can find you at on social media. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at hubert 14 uh, I was tweeting a lot about uh, the college football this weekend and today and all about Gus Malzahn and getting ready for his Senate race. Mm. So um, you you can also listen to the Bros Who Binge podcast. Back uh, it comes Wednesday. Out on Thursday. On Thursday, so yeah. We'll, we'll be back this week having a long episode talking about everything that happened during the Disney Investor Day as well Big as two, two Mandalorian episodes. So Wait, is it two, really? 
Which because we put, we talked about them both on Twitch, but we didn't talk about them on the podcast. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! Shout out, shout out to Twitch. Make sure y'all follow us on Twitch. Late nights with Lynn Schubert comes on every Thursday night and or every Friday night, and we talk about Mandalorian. And yeah, that that's for our early reactions. But for our deep dives, bros who binge, we do have two episodes. You're absolutely right. Okay, yeah. And last week's episode was great. We didn't talk about it on the Twitch though. I, I made sure we didn't not too much because I'm excited about you this, can, this you- last episode. You can also talk, or you can also listen to our most recent Run It Back, where we talked about the good, the bad, and the ugly, which very much fills in with what we're talking about with Mandalorian at the moment. Yep, great episode of, of Run It Back. Y'all make sure y'all check that out, and be sure to subscribe to the YouTube, and for all information about what's going on with the network, follow us at Bros Who Think on Twitter. A new anime talk will be out on Tuesday, where me and Chris are going to do back-to-back weeks because we missed, and, and we can't go any longer without talking about Attack on Titan because the new season started. So we're going to give y'all back-to-back weeks, and so y'all have have that on thursday you'll have bros who binge and y'all will have some subsequent anime manga videos throughout there i'm not the akira running back is coming i don't want to say it's coming this week i want to tell y'all it's coming next week that's my gut feeling right now i think it's going to get recorded this week to come out next week so yeah i know it's been supposed to be out but Give us some time. This is Akira. We're going to make it great. But all right, that's all the time we got this week for Doom, for Brooklyn, for Schubert, for Pharaoh. My name is Lyndon. You guys have a great one. We will talk to you again next Monday. Until then, peace.